What's good? What's good? What is good? You are listening to a long-awaited episode of Three Angry Black People. I am one of your hosts, Renzo. Hey, it's me, Christine. Hey, and it's it's just the two of us. Uh, Big Rob is out this week taking care of some stuff. No, tell him the truth. You suplexed him. You suplexed him. Okay, okay. Now, hold on, (laughs) hold on. Hold on. Is that's 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 part of the reason. But I I'm I can't my lawyer says I, I can't I, I, my lawyer says to shut up. So um no, Rob, Rob's taking care of some stuff he did not get suplex. And if he did it wasn't by me. Uh somebody who did not like his comments about Peloton didn't hear the following <laughs> episode and just ran with that and poor man got attacked, just minding his own business. That's what happens when you have high takes. <laughs> Joking. We love you, Big Rob. We, we, we're waiting to see Always. you come back. Always. All right. So, you know, I had to I had to put on some uh, Thundercat here. And um, sorry, y'all, because if y'all was jamming. But that was, oh, shit, it's X. This is one of my joints. I'm sorry. I've been playing GTA again. And that's one of my favorite <laughs> joints that come on. I don't care what I'm doing. I'll speed through the street. That song actually even makes it even better when somebody's like hot on your ass trying to grief you and shooting at you. They got that song on. You got the song on, so you're just dodging and running and driving like, motherfucker, you ain't catching me. This car is bulletproof. (laughs) And then they use an orbital beam cannon and blow your shit up. And you're like, well, fuck you. (laughs) If you're wondering, and I won't stop singing. Oh, gosh. You know what, though? Okay. Yes. So, can I can I indulge myself? Can yeah. I, can I? Okay. So, uh, I guess I'll do this. Uh, Happy New Year again uh, to everybody. Um, what can I what can I say? You know, we started off with some craziness. Um, so, we definitely got a theme for this, this show. And then we can talk about uh, some random things that happened and uh, some news, maybe, some entertainment news. Yes. I always feel like when we do this... It's like we have an idea, yes. but then we never like skeletal it out now. It's just kind of like, oh, we know we're going to talk about it. We get to it when we get oh, to it. Sorry. Yep. You're good. Uh, but first of all, how you been? Uh, I'm here. I feel like you want that. <laughs> 2022 came in like, I don't know if I should beat y'all up or if I should reward you. So it's like a sucker punch and a reward at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Uh, I have to say, um, this year rolled in very, very um, busy, you know. So, uh, for those that, you know, don't know, uh, of course you wouldn't because, you know, we usually don't share a lot of whole personal stuff. Because ain't none of your business. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, listen, it's not like we do this in some wonderful Sirius XM uh, radio station type setting it looks like it right now it's going uh, it's it's getting there so basically uh the podcast moved and uh we got a nice space uh that i am currently working on and unfortunately this is a space where it's just going to be a little bit of everything is recording and where i come to unrun aka play video games and yeah so at some point when we do video i guess y'all will get to see that um all I'm going to say is I hate Walmart bookshelves, but they are a necessary evil. They are. They are. And it's either that or Ikea. I like Ikea. 
and I actually like Target more than I like Walmart. Yes. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of changes. Uh, but yeah, this year started this year started pretty uh, crazy. And I, I agree with you. I think it's like a sucker punch. And then it's like, oh, hey, you know what? You're just going to be on the roller coaster. I'm still trying to recover from last year, just processing things. And I think that alone is the weirdest thing about this year, because if you experience anything, you know, within the past couple of weeks, and then you're going into a brand new year and you're still trying to figure out stuff that happened in the previous year. Right. It's, it's wild. And, you know, and, and some good things. I mean, um, I've been I've been blessed. But yes. at the same time, in those blessings, I've had a couple of things. Um, uh, it's going to be one year uh, next week. It's going to be one year that I lost a good friend. And that's kind of hit me. Um, Rest in uh, peace. Oh, yeah. He was, gosh, he was a phenomenal person. And I, and I think a lot of people right now are still working through a loss or and it could it's, it's a lot it could be even like dealing with a job you know yeah uh, we could be going through so much and we don't have time to process it and I think that's the scariest thing is because every day we're just moving we're in constant motion if we had the ability to pause mm-hmm. like we just grab a remote hit the pause button and everything just stops it gives you that brief moment just to think yeah it'd be great but that's not how the world works nope and if somebody has that technology they damn sure aren't sharing it you raggedy ass bastard <laughs> sorry <laughs> right you gotta be a selfish motherfucker if you know how to do that but then what if they're trying to prevent craziness from happening like they got that ability and then they realize well if i teach it to other people I might end up teaching it to the wrong person. So if I don't let anybody know how to do this, the world is safer that way. Right. That could be a thing. Uh, it's like that Futurama episode. And in the Futurama episode, Leela and Fry end up stuck in like a time loop mm-hmm. where time is moving. I think either time stops or time is moving really slow. Uh. So they get to like experience life with no one saying ish to them like they just experience their life wow and then like they figured out like the professor and everyone figures out what's going on so they save them and it's like they have this moment where they're like but we we got to pause and just experience like no one's stuff nobody's there to interrupt you yeah yeah because that's the whole point of fry and leela like leela was like i can't date fry because he's stupid and Fry's like, I can't date. Well, he was like, I can date you because you're Leela. You're beautiful. You're everything I want in a woman. And Leela's like, no, the world doesn't see that. The world sees you stupid. And I don't want, you know. Yeah. But he was like the sweetest person on the show. He was. He was. I love when he, he was drinking all that coffee. <laughs> and then he hit that. Was it 99 cups or 100 cups? Yeah. It, was it coffee or was it the, the, the jolt drink? No, it was coffee. You're it was right. Coffee. And then he like saved the world because he was moving so fast. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That just made me really sit there and think, man, is that humanly possible? What? Don't want to try it. You drink that many cups and you get superpowers. Look, but that goes along the line with throwing a toaster in the microwave because you want to know if you can control time. <laughs> God, no, Listen, no. if any of our listeners wants to test any one of these. We are not to blame, but we will be happy to have you on the show to talk about what happened. We are not to blame. Oh, no, I'm judging you. Do not do it. Don't do yeah, it. Please don't. 
<laughs> Please um, don't drink uh, 99 cups to 100 cups of coffee into a single sitting. Don't do that to yourself. No, but I, I had like four Red Bulls, two Venti Red Eye Espressos from Starbucks, and four Mountain Dews one night. Oh, dear gosh. Oof. I just peed a lot. And I also had a really bad headache the next day. And I had a slight heart palpitation for like the rest of the week. Gotcha. I could feel my heart skip beats. It would be like, I'm like, why did it skip a beat? Oof. Yeah. Oh, I one time decided it would be a great idea to just go ahead and get my seven glasses of water out in a single day. And that did nothing but have me gone to the bathroom (laughs) every, I think it was like, Every 20 to 30 minutes. No! And let me tell you, I never, ever did that again. You always learn from your mistakes because they're like, you should have seven glasses of water a day. No, you shouldn't have seven glasses of water a day. You should drink water, but don't do that to yourself. Drink it as, you know, you're getting thirsty. You drink it across the 12 hours that we're up. Not within one hour of being. I feel bad for your kidneys. Your kidneys and your urethra was done for the day. Oh, it was like f you. Listen, it it was a moment. (laughs) It was a moment. Lesson learned. Um. So today's episode. Now, yes, you know the funny part is anybody listening already knows what the episode is. Shout out to Kathy though, because I told her, uh, gave her sent her a message on Instagram, and I was like, hey, have a good day. You're awesome. Enjoy your weekend. I'm getting back to some chores around the place. And on top of that, in light of recent events, we are naming this episode. So, you know, this episode is called Musty Free. Musty <laughs> Free. So let me <laughs> All right, let me pause. So I'm minding my own business uh-huh. on Twitter. Yes. I jump in on Squirrel, see what's going on. Yes, yes. Now, this week, and I want to say even last week, mm-hmm. there's been a conversation about podcasters. Because of the, because I'm, um, so, FNF? So, FNF? Uh, is, is it fresh and, it's so fresh and fresh? Oh, yes, let's talk okay, about it. Okay, see, I told you, I told you when I told you what it was, you'll be like, yo, we shouldn't pick the different song to come into. I'm ready for these, I'm uh, ready listen, for so, these. So, so we gotta, so we gotta back it up. So, okay. I remember it was, like uh, was it, it was Asian. <laughs> it was uh, Asian, Asian doll, doll, right? Yeah. Shout out to her. By the way, if you ever want to come on this podcast, we got we'll you. be happy to have you because I watched the video. Now, mind you, I don't. I think something else happened. And oh, yes. also, side note, y'all, uh, new space. So I apologize if y'all can kind of hear a little air echo or something like that. But going back to the uh, that episode, that clip, yes. I watched it because Hip Hop DX actually had an article about it. Yes. I watched the clip and I see her uh, and it, it may, you know, maybe some people from his squad and some other guests they had on the show. At least I thought they were guests. Now, mind you, in all full transparency, I didn't see the full episode. I definitely didn't watch it. Not going to. Because you're a good, normal human. Thank you. I tried. <laughs> some of these episodes I'll be on, be, it'd be, it'd be not it'd be on their bullshit. Me. Oh, exactly. That's a whole new Oh, and we're going to talk about that too. Oh, um, they are the proud media oh, speakers of the Gremlin Coalition, oh, allegedly. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, you go. <laughs> but we're going to get into that too. So I watch it, and dude. I don't know his name. I don't care. He's like, so no sidebar conversations, right? We got rules on the show. 
But like I'm sitting here, you're sitting across from me. Okay, right. I get he's talking to his co-host, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I'm like, you have guests on your show. Why are you like? sitting where you are and you're not even engaging your guest mm-hmm. and i don't know what happened before and he's like well you, you, he told you know agent well, you don't know the whole situation da, da, da. but she was actually and she actually responded about it she was actually sticking up for somebody else because he was dis- being disrespectful or i will say they i don't know but anyway you had they had a guest on the show and they were being mad disrespectful and an asian dog called him out on the shit he got mad he's being disrespectful and musty and so I'm looking at this and I'm like, sir, this is really how you rocking? Like, what? And then they're trying to tell him to calm down. I'm like, okay, who told you no when you was trying to get your dick wet? Like, who told who told you no when you couldn't get like the last like cupcake at the stall or some shit? Like, what crawled up your ass and died and then suddenly came back to life and said, No, I'm better than this and left. <laughs> Like, you know, and, and I'm looking at this. So I saw that, and you know, that was good a couple of weeks ago. Whatever. So then this week, people like tick people on TikTok. I think there's one TikTok user. She's literally like deciding to blast musty folk on podcast because yes. now, apparently, people are like, "You listen, I'm tired of dude." Like there was one person that posted, "I'm tired of you dudes." With podcasts, y'all need to go outside and touch grass. <laughs> they have been going. At- oh, I'm so glad we're talking about this. Oh, they've been going, and they've been like, "What? You let these men get mics?" Oh, like, oh. And I feel bad because then I'm like, "Oh, dang, you and Rob listen used to have my but y'all y'all ain't lambast or call women evil or said that you know we had used vaginas and saying like, oh yeah, no, 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 this is men out there. It's like women have used vaginas and like you a woman needs to have some respect if they got a used vagina. And I'm like, Wait, Sir, was he? The, was that the, the, was that, that him in that same fucking post? Because I thought I saw okay, it's a okay. different person, and I think he's um I think he's trolling people at this point. But we ain't going to talk about these vaginas. I just want to know what's wrong with it. You know, we're not going to talk about that. Continue. continue. But, then, but, then, but see, but see, okay. And see, then here's, then here's where people get mad because what I'm about to say. Okay, but there's used dicks out here too. So if you really getting. Poorly used dicks. It, like yeah. they don't even have good mileage on it. Like I don't understand how you going to sit up here and talk about women having sex. And then you can go and have sex and you still don't know how to make a woman come. You poorly used dick. I just don't understand. This is like when you go and they're like, would you like to rent? or buy a toyota a used toyota or a used gremlin guess what i'm buying the used toyota why because it's not going to break down on me like that used gremlin you oh goodness gracious you used <laughs> raggedy dicks and how can you be how can you have sex with so many women? <laughs> have sex with so many women and don't know how to find an a spot a g spot a clit or the thigh like i don't understand how you be coming on people's goddamn kneecaps like you're you're ten inches away from my goddamn vagina, more than ten inches. You're like a foot away from my vagina. How did you just come on my kneecap? Is this a new sexual fetish? Let me know. No, don't let me know. You need to go and read some books. I'm done. I'll calm down. Sorry about the air horn. It's I all thought good. I had adjusted. Well, all right. So sorry about the loudness. You know what? So I thought I saw another video by dude from that podcast we'll say hashtag that podcast yes and it was i think it was the car comparison or something like that i think that was him yeah and i think i'm just looking at this whole thing like okay so 
that enough, you made yourself look like an ass a couple weeks ago. You decided to quadruple down and do a whole post. And some of the comments was like, yo, what's he mad at? Like, who's he mad at? Like, what's going on? My thing is as an entertainer, a content creator, if you want to get on a soapbox, that is totally up to you. But when you get on said soapbox and you start really letting your shit fly, mm. expect people to respond. Mm-hmm. And if you are also going to be on a podcast where, if I'm not mistaken, um, they got some big backing to it. I think at least in the studio. I don't know. Who, uh, listen, somebody supposedly, gave, somebody supposedly. gave them money, right? Probably the people who did stuff. <laughs> I can't say that. I wasn't. I'm not well, getting that seat. Listen, no, We're listen, not getting in the Cardi yeah. B lawsuit today. Oh, oh okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's avoid that because, listen, y'all ain't getting shit to begin with. <laughs> listen, my name is Monica. I live at 1414 West 20th Street, Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> all I, look, all I know is, is like, when you, when you have enough mojo and and power to be able to reach a lot of people with your broadcast mm-hmm. think clearly about what you're going to say now if it's your show you say what you want but sooner or later that's going to bite you in the ass all i know is this podcast is musty free we, we try we try we oh sh- listen we try and and you know what that's not hard it's not hard by the way being musty free I like to take a moment to say, no, we are not sponsored by Old Spice or Speed Stick. Dove. Uh, who else? Secret. Who else? Hey, so I just recently heard that one, another another YouTuber lost a brand deal. So Sunbird, come out at us. We got three people here, three different unique scents. We can try them out. We can talk about it. It's easy to throw it in there. I fought a lot. So I need some Sunbird in my life. See how easy that was? Sunbird, come holla at us. And right then and there, holla, somebody, branding, we can do it. We we got we you. Can, we sponsorship, let's go. I'm just I'm just mad. Like, I'm like, yeah, y'all real musty. And then the thing about it is, you're seeing so many posts now. Like, people are just going after it. Like, these dudes, they got a podcast. I was seeing memes and it was like the looking it was like one, it was like a rough podcast set up. It was like you walk in the door and you see this. Like the table was in the living room, the table's yeah. also broken, the shit is wild. <laughs> so at this point, I'm thinking, man, we <laughs> like I just woke up to the shit like what the hell do with a podcast? I'm like, damn, we, we just, can we get like that? Yeah, it's not just them. They like they went off over all the okay this is what it is let me go ahead and start so this started way back when um so there's the asian doll issue where what happened was she came in late they do have roles for their podcasts where they say no side conversations none of this none of this however when you go back and read look at their podcast there are people having side conversations and they never get mad about it because they're a certain complexion because they have a preference but we're not going to talk about their preferences right there because i'm going to tell you right now their preferences don't want them because every time they a picture pops up i'm like oh if that's your preference you know what may god bless you and bless their dick oh not their dick i mean i mean well their pussy whatever anyway um so then 
what happened was he got real spicy with Asian doll. And mm-hmm. she was like, hey, I just, I was just defending someone. I was just listening. And they was like, you came in like, and real spicy. A few weeks later, they did the whole we're not Night Riders thing. Saying they don't date, they don't date black women. Oh, right. That shit. That okay. That was the other one. Yeah, the Night Riders. Oh. And I was like, no night. And I was like, one. Why are you? That's a historically offensive term because that was what they would call people who went out to kill black people at night doing lynching. The KKK. So, with that being said, I just would like to also say that there is no logical intelligent black woman that wants your dick man nobody wants your dick your dick is not the prize your dick was never the prize i'm pretty sure you got bumps on your dick that could be could be scraped off and tested for different types of skin diseases allegedly supposedly i don't know who i'm talking about i could be talking about the imaginary person in my head because i ain't said no names moving on um (laughs) then they went on dg academics podcast and got read for filth by Brittany renner Whoa! And she was like, "I heard you got smoke for me." She literally was like, I, "She's like, I got time today." And she told them that nothing was special about them, nothing was special about their podcast, nothing special about their brand. And let me tell you, it's like watching someone take that scorpion dagger, sorry, shoot it out, rip it back out, take the heart, lick it, stomp it on the floor, squish it, and then take off the head before fat- fatality is said. Flawless victory. Flawless victory. Now, I will say, Brittany Renner has some issues on her own stuff. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to speak on it today. Because gotcha. she did something that needed to be done. Now, there's a lot of black women out there who have mics, too, who's like, what she did wasn't special. Hush up. Just hush up for 30 seconds. Let us live in this moment of her giving the flawless fatality. We can come back to her issues later. You know something? I'm glad you brought that up because I saw that video and then that is when I had to do more digging and I was like wait is this the same dude yeah and you know what's really sad is that yo how you decide that you are going to like pop off say some really fucked up shit quadruple down Stay musty, right? Mm. And, and 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 just think, just and just think that. Oh well, you're being edgy, or you're saying something that apparently you think a lot of people are going to rock with you on. I mean, like it, it's horrible. Like you're just basically showing your ass at this point, showing your true colors, and that's that's on you. Because the thing about it, like thing about podcasting, is that when you do a podcast. Depending on your type of podcast, whether you are an entertainer, whether you are reporting the news, whatever it may be, people just associate you like they would anyone else. They see somebody that's in entertainment doing something, and when you decide to go ahead and act a fool, you can't live that shit down. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, people read you for filth because you're going to go on another show because you done popped off at your mouth, and somebody's going to call you on it. Like, I would be, you know what? <laughs> he, and this is what one of them said. They told her that if it was up to them, that she should have stayed with the person she had a child with because they had was a high earner. One, can we get off this whole high earner bullshit? Can we? I'm not, look, listen, listen. I'm not telling you to date, date down. No. 
I'm not t- telling you to wait for a six-figure man. No, I'm telling you, stop calling everyone high earner or high value. Some people are just ratchet, okay? Oh, and the the FNF, the Musty Free Podcast, is helmed by host um, weak-ass bitch and my God, why, who had you? And the duo claims that their show aims to help men navigate the current dating world, which is trash. It's been peed in and pissed in. It has Shingella. It has diphtheria. There's some shit that has never been found type of bacteria in that dating pool. Stay out of it, people. Stay out of it. And we'll be giving them financial, fitness, and romantic advice. I don't know how you're giving them fitness advice when you have a a belly bigger than mine and I work out every week. Anyway multiple times a week and also you look have a face that only your mama would love i'm not saying your mama loves you either because i don't think your mama loves you if you can come out the house saying the shit that you say out your mouth yo i'm really mad at this yes oh and one of them have a sexual assault allegation no sexual coercion allegation allegedly supposedly i can't find it right now go ahead what are you looking at i'm really mad when you pull them up it is we help men become better with dating dating or they game fitness is social media and finances <laughs> i have yet to hear them give any good financial hold advice on, hold on Go i'm looking it. this up like and then shit well there's there's at least forty one thousand some people <laughs> that apparently uh you know fucks with um you know what they're doing you know what's sad about that though is how can you promote that you help you help men get better with their dating game and then we see the interview or a show that you had and Asian dolls on it and you're being mad disrespectful. You're mad because people get there late and then you decide to carry on like a child. Like, really? I'm sorry, yo, if you if, listen, if you are getting your dating game from from them, um sh- I, ugh. I feel sorry for you. You might want to might want to learn from somebody else. That's one of them. I'm not saying he's <laughs> ugly. However, I've seen better looking toads in my life. <laughs> Jeez. Now, you know, and then and the and then the thing is, people say, well, "Why would you, why would y'all get on on that bad? Why would y'all say, you know, because when you are that disrespectful, when you are just being wild, disrespectful like that, people people aren't going to actually respect you back, you know." But hey, over here we must be free. We try, you know, we must be free, and we we keep it moving, and we actually, uh, you know, like to have some purpose with our episodes instead of whatever that shit was. But no, um, I just thought about that and just with all the memes, and I was like, "Yo, that'd be the name of this episode." Mm-hmm. Must be free. But there's so much going on. Let's look. Get the music back on. Yeah, moving on. Yeah, yeah moving Gosh. on. But so, if you are musty, come holla at Semper because we help people stay musty free. Exactly. Listen on this show, we give a fuck. And that's another thing I wanted to bring up too. Okay. So like moving on, I like the fact that every time we have a guest on the show, they walk away feeling special. Aww. You know, they walk away and it's like shit. I would do that again. I fuck with you know three BP. I'm like the South African broadcast. <laughs> I, I just look at it like we do what we do, and we do this in such a way that when the guest comes back on the show. 
you already know what the vibe is. Yeah. You know, and I love that for us. And I love that for our guests. So I just want to shout out all the other podcasts that do the same. Yes. Big or small, it doesn't matter. Because it's really important to pay attention to your guests. You know, engage them. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, you don't want to invite someone onto your show and then just be disrespectful the entire time. Also, if you have rules of your show. Yes. You let people know what the rules are before you even begin recording. Yeah. And also people can be late. I can't tell you how many times, you know, and, and Chris, you know, like yeah. we've had setup times where it's like, oh hey, we messed up or shit. That one day where I fucked up in the the scheduling and I was like, oh, I told them we're doing this at a different time. Shout out to KD again for helping us with sound check. <laughs> you know, but yeah. again, when you have a guest, things are going to happen because people might have tech issues on their side. Exactly. People are late caught in traffic. They tried to get an early start. Things happen. So if you get mad and decide you're going to treat your guests like shit, fuck your podcast and then the thing about it is when you get a high profile guest you gotta think about it somebody else is gonna see that show and even if and for those who say well what if a person's not her profile the same thing we have guests on the show and I guarantee you they tell their friends their friends even if their their friends don't interact with the show they right. will listen to the episode because their friend was on it now if there's somebody who would have interest in the podcast and then they hear how their friend was treated they're not going to want to come on the show or if they do they're going to come on the show so they can go ahead and knock them the fuck out Brittany Runner style you mentioned academics yeah right yeah how I ended up getting into Vic Mensa was when he was on that he was on uh, the sh- when they had uh, the show uh, and it was Bud but Budden everyday, and was it everyday struggle? Everyday struggle. Budden and Nadeska and academics. Oh, so many people used to come at him. When they had that show, and Vic Mensa was on a joint, and he was trying so hard not to punch academics in the face. Woo. I was like, "Who is this dude?" And I immediately became a fan. I went and started listening. Like at that at that point, I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna listen to this dude's music." Yes, and you know, it's really sad because this is what happens. You have a guest on the show; people remember the shit. Yes. They're gonna remember the shit, and it, because they're fans of that person or they know that person, you're not gonna live that down. Right. If we had a guest on the show and the guest got you know upset because we said something stupid. They're going to tell everybody about it. Yeah. And then on top of that, their fans are going to know about it, comment us about it. And yeah. before you know, you're getting dragged all over social media, Instagram. Why do it to yourself? Okay. And, and why do it to yourself? And if you're going to have a debate, like you already know, there's a controversial topic the guests feel strongly about that right. you feel different about. And you bring them onto the show. That's your responsibility to know that, hey, one, you know, they disagree on something. You don't agree with something about what they think on this subject. You got to approach that from a, uh, an angle that is respectful because I think you could have a guest on it. You don't agree. Right. But at the end of the day, if you went and said, hey, this is a roses. I'm going to do the show, blah, blah, blah. Cool. Let it fly. And things happen. People are human. Somebody's late. That could have been the story. But like, hey, everything all right? They could have told you. Well, you know what? I was on the way. Did this, that happened? Right. 
that was a that was a good segue moment they could have had. But no, let's be musty. Crazy. Crazy. So you, you heard about what happened on Ari Lennox. If you want to come on the show, we will not talk about anything. But I want we'll talk about music. You growing up in DC, your favorite places to eat. Run the, run that back one because Ari, what's what's going on, with Ari? Oh, so let me pull up the right article because I don't want to mess this up. But short version: Ari Lennox went on a podcast. It was a South African podcast, and the guy was like, started asking about his sex life. Okay, okay, that's that's the part because you said I was like, yeah, and she played it off, but then she went on Twitter and she's like, she felt hella disrespected, and I would have felt hella disrespected too. This ain't nobody business, right? And just because someone sings about sex, it does. This is the thing that always irks me. People are like, oh, well, if you're singing about sex or you're writing about sex, you must be fucking everybody that moves. Excuse my language. That we're not going to get sponsors if I have to keep cussing. So if you're hopping on every, you know, unoiled uh, eggplant. Um, <laughs> also, most of y'all don't have eggplants. Let's just go ahead and do this right now. Most of y'all got peanuts. I need you to respect y'all goddamn peanuts. It's okay to have peanuts. I mean, you might want to step up your tongue game. But your peanuts are peanuts. It's okay. Some Fix of your coys. Fix your coys. Your coy. It always happens. <laughs> always. Anyway, so the um the podcast started talking about her sex life and asking how she gets in, uh, these ideas for songs. And I was like, oh, that's even cringy for me. So then she played it off and then she went back and she talked on Twitter about everything that happened on the podcast and how she felt disrespected. And I'm like, I yeah, no, that is hella disrespectful. Like, sir, I don't I, I get that you were mesmerized by her beauty i understand that her voice her personality and everything about her caught you in a trance however you should have thought to yourself for one brief second and said you know what let me not let me ask how she's inspired by music bam that's perfect let me ask like what's her favorite song to sing bam that's beautiful not so what, what what do you i can't even get into what he said but what he said was just like so how do you write these sexy songs or how do you, are, are you going to be, he says something about her sexual proudness. And at that moment I was like, sir, just because you're not getting your dick wet doesn't mean you should ask a woman how she gets into the mood to write this type of stuff. You know what? I would have almost like looked at clip just to play the shit, but not even trying to give him that kind of shine. What an asshole. And, <laughs> and yes. All right. If you ever want to come on this show, we'd love to have you. Oh, Joe, Hip Hop DX, Joe Budden sides with Mac G amid Ari Lennox po- podcast controversy. Wait, what? Yeah, <sighs> I'm, I'm going. What? Joe Budden tackles Ari Lennox versus Mac G podcast embraces for the backlash. Dreamville rec- Records artist Ari Lennox. This is from Hip Hop DX, published on January 28, 2022, at 9:18 a.m. by Kyle Eustis. E-U-S-T-I-C-E, if I mispronounce your last name. Earlier this month on the podcast in Shell, at one point, the interviewer, host McGaver, you know, someone named you McGaver, and I can't pronounce your last name, McAvoe, asked her if someone was fucking her good, a reference to one of her lyrics in a 2019 song, Pop. Lennox was visibly startled by the invasive question and soon swore off interviews via Twitter. Sir, now I'm real mad at your musty ass. But fellow podcast host Joe Budden apparently doesn't see anything wrong with Mac G's line. I, dear Budden, please don't come after us. But if I start asking you, is someone handling your peanuts well? Are they tickling your anus cavity? 
you would be pissed at me and tell me it's my, my own goddamn business. Actually, he probably wouldn't say nothing to me. And he would just be like, get out the fuck out of here. And he would talk to you, well. Um, Of the line of questioning that went on to explain why he sides with the South African podcast in recent episodes, the Joe Budden podcast. I think I had the license to say this. He begins in the clip. As probably one of the most introspective artists ever, a rule of thumb for me was if I say it in a song, it's in the world. It's on board to be discussed from people. Now, hear me out. Hear me out. I don't know much about the music industry, but I do know one thing. I'm not saying I, 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 do, I think Ari Lennox is one of the few people who write her own music. I think. But also, not all artists write their own music. Sometimes other artists write, other songwriters write yeah, for them. It doesn't right. take away from their pen. I will never take that away from their pen. Their pen is strong. If someone wrote a song about that and I didn't write it and you're asking me, am I getting fucked good? One, I'm singing a song that someone else wrote. But two, this is a creative moment. It does That in that moment doesn't mean I'm getting fucked good. Maybe it's something else that's good to me and I'm relating it to sex. Like, I don't understand that logic. And three, it was invasive as fuck. That's like me saying, L, are you getting it good? Are you getting it good today? You know you got a wife upstairs. Is she making making the bacon for you? I mean, I'm trying to make this non-sexual because that's very weird. I'm very creeped out that I asked that. Like, am I supposed to be like, are you getting are you making mashed potatoes and gravy? Are you making mac and cheese? Are you a house of mac and cheese? Oh gosh. Uh, yeah, listen, listen. <laughs> that would be <laughs> Like no, respect it. I know. I feel. I feel you. I feel you one hundred percent. I'm really bad at, and you know. So, so let me preface this. The point that that button makes right here, and on one hand, I see it, but the issue that I have with this is when you are making a song, sure. You put something out in the world because I'm taking this to what what he was saying. You make a song, it's out in the world, right? So if somebody comes up and asks you about that, yeah, you put it out in the world. Now, just because you put it out in the world doesn't give somebody a pass to ask you about something. And let's tackle. So I'm gonna take Joe Bunn's logic. Joe, Joe talks about a lot of personal stuff in his music. Okay? Yes, he does. He talks about a lot some stuff on the podcast if he feels like it, right? So. If he comes up with a song or an episode and he says something that honestly really pisses him off and then somebody comes up and says, so how's that situation going? Well, he was already pissed on the show. Right. So if you listen to the show, you should probably already have an idea. But how would you respond in that moment, Joe? Like, how would you really respond? So Ari makes a song. She's expressing herself in said song. Right now, if somebody comes up to her with, so you know, you're getting fucked good. First of all, it's none of your business. Even anything that's put in music is really just music. Listen right. to it. Half the time they're telling their story. Yeah. And also, music is about a feeling anyway to begin with. So, you don't want to ask somebody some personal details about some shit. Because one, it's none of your business. Mm-hmm. Two, depending on what they talk about, maybe they can't really talk about it. Maybe the song is all they can do. Because music is actually an outlet for people to talk about shit they really can't talk about at times. Whether they are talking about fucking, whether they are talking about shooting, 
whether they are talking about paint on the wall it's their business they decide to talk about it it does not give anyone a right to ask now if he said hey now you really wrote that song is it somebody special whatever that really inspired it then this is a long like talk about inspiration and on the top of that you're saying it in a respectful manner now she's like no comment boom because there was so many ways you could have went about that if you just wanted to know if she had if she was dating somebody you could have said that still none of your business but she wouldn't have walked away feeling like damn is that all this is Uh, so I'm, i'm mad because somebody turns around and are you reading the tweet y'all um yeah this 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 is yeah i'm I'm reading it It, it's just really musty (laughs) gosh yeah smells like two day get old underarms and some farts (laughs) that never been wiped out your ass It's horrible, mm-hmm. and because of that, our our links were uh, swears off interviews after being asked if she was being fuck good on the no. pod, you know, on that podcast. Oh, uh, that's not all. That's not all that comes up because, um, also, our Linux wants off of J Cole's uh, Dream Villain in the scope. She wants off. Uh, but I saw that. We saw yeah. that coming. Yeah, she's tired and done. She she wants off out of that contract. So this is also on Hip Hop DX as well. And to tell you the truth, um, I feel like Ari needs a break to just create yeah. and do things on her her terms, how she wants to do it. Yeah. Make music when she feels like it, when yeah. she's up for it, but she doesn't have people sweating her. Cause she already got fans that's going to go off like, hey, when's the album coming out? When are you putting the album out? What are you doing? When are you right. putting music out? So when you got that, but then meanwhile, labels like, hey, got a contract. You should build out some music. You should work on some music. Music, music, music. Hey, you should do interviews. Music, 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 music. Money, 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 money. That shit gets frustrating. So I really hope that she gets out that contract. Yeah. I hope that she gets time to chill, do what she needs to do. And if you ever got a chance to be on Instagram where she's doing one of her lives, it is the most realist live that you could be watching yeah because she's herself yeah she's chilling mm-hmm. she's interacting with her fans yeah and she's just having a good time she's asking questions and she's really just being her it's like yeah. human you know she's not thinking about music she's just like hey i just woke up this morning i'm thinking about what i want to eat you are really feeling like eating like this that and the third right and it's just wonderful. Matter of fact, I caught right before we were going to record. Mm-hmm. She went live on uh, one of those days. And that was the way I started my day. And mm-hmm. it was just phenomenal. So shout out to Ari Lennox. Uh, definitely hope she gets out of that contract. Yeah. And Ari, right, if you ever want to get on the podcast, you can holler at us. We will treat you with so much respect. Listen, we I might send you cupcakes. Listen, we ain't even got. We ain't even going to talk about music. We just going to be like, all right, what you got going today? We right. just gonna be talking about food, and that's another thing too. I want to address. I hate when people ask trite ass questions. The Naomi Osaka event. Yeah, I'm sorry, let me calm down. Let me calm down. <laughs> no, you know this folks. You know how we got the energy on the show. Go for it. Yeah, but no, I hate people that want to just. It's okay to ask open ended questions questions about the music but be creative 
think about it. And don't just don't just let the interview be all about, you know, the music. You can use that small talk and really take that places. Right. You know, there's so much that can be done with that. And I feel like when you have a guest, yeah, you want to ask the questions that fans want to know because right. obviously you want to get the scoop. But at the same time, it's like, come on, live a little. I see so many artists that love to tweet and Instagram and get on Instagram and talk about some of their like hobbies. That's an opportunity. Right. That is such an opportunity because if you think you can't bring an artist on your show and do nothing but talk about video games, you are wrong because you totally can. Right. If you think you can can't have an artist on your show and talk about anime, you totally can. Let me tell you, if we could have Megan, if we can have Megan Stein on in the show, it'd be talk anime talk from the time we hit record to the time we finish, Yo. and then after that, I would be anime. It would be talking about college and how her ex- like I would definitely wouldn't talk about like her experience going to college and how different it was. Oh, speaking of which, I just want to say two two quick things. First one, um. I think that okay. First one is Jill Budden. I said whatever you think. I said I do what you th- want. What you want with that? Okay, fine. That's your opinion. I'm not going to disrespect your opinion, but your opinion is a little skewed because if someone did that to you, you will be pissed. And two, this leads back to Dreamville. I I hate to say this, but I feel like while she was on Dreamville for Ari Lennox, I don't think they one. I don't think they properly promoted her. I'm going to say that right now. And two, I don't think they gave her proper support. Because Ari Lennox is very, in my opinion, she's very opinionated, but she has a lot of good background for her opinions. It's not like, the, and I just don't think Dreamville or Interscope endorsed it or protected her or supported her. They let her flounder. And that mm. always irks me because I was like, you have probably one of the most unique and greatest artists who could really take take R&B to another level not just like Chloe Bailey another level like everyone always talks about R&B but losing R&B we're losing R&B well you have Ari Lennox you have Chloe Bailey you have Normani you have um what's her name Victoria Monet you have um Mariah the Scientist there's no reason you have her you have Mary J. Blige just dropped new music. Alicia Keys just dropped new music. There's no reason why it female R and B feels should feel stale. But all these record labels are all doing the same thing. Well, if you're not if you're not Doja Cat, well, if you're not Adele, we can't help you. Well, Doja Cat is a rap artist, number one. Adele sings soul. And there's plenty of room for everybody. And Ari Lennox, in my opinion, just did not get you, I know you heard me sweep that. I heard it. <laughs> um, she just doesn't get supported like she should. But hey, yeah, back to what you were saying, Al. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Oh, uh, shoot. Listen, I got lost. I got lost in that. But yeah, she's a really talented artist. And I hope that she's able to get out of that contract. Yeah. And just create and do it on the level that she wants to. Yes. Because it's hard to release an album. People need to understand that people think oh you can just get in the studio and write a song no you can't just get in the studio and write a song right right? because one thing to write a song you have to really sit down and think about how you were writing it the bars what's the the production like right and then when you finish you write another song eventually you keep going you have enough to put out an album but then you gotta listen to all those songs and decide 
How is this really going to carry over with fans? Right. Because fans love to get on social media. And not know what the F they're talking about. Sorry. Number one. And then number two, love to bash your album. Love to bash your album. Yo, do you know they were bashing Chloe Bailey on TikTok because she did the re- she did a cover of um, Loving You with the whistle sound notes. Not too one, not too many women can do whistle notes. That is really hard. Two. <laughs> oh, this is so much echo. And two. Um, this was done in the seventies. Is it Minnie Rippleton that sings "Loving You"? I think I Minnie meant to loving you because oh, hold up. You know what? Let's 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 do this because yeah, it is Minnie Ripperton. I should know because this is one of my grandmother's favorite songs. I'm not, I'm and, not even gonna lie. DDR made me a fan of that. For those that know DDR, <laughs> and um, so she has these whistle notes, and I was just like. Yo, and people are saying, oh, I can't believe she's doing this and she's just doing it for, for attention. And did it. And I was like, yo, she's paying homage to Minnie Ripperton. Like, do you know how beautiful that is? Have y'all listened to Loving You? That song is a very beautiful song. Also, my grandmother's a big old freak. I love you, Granny. You are my special woman forever and always. Um, but she's a big old freak. Big old freak. For, the, for those that never heard it. For the one time, the one time, for the one time, one please, time. please forgive me. It's cool. It's cool. You know what I'm about to do. <laughs> Are you going to do the Kobe one? Huh? You going to do the? No. I'll let yeah, you do yeah. it for the one time for the one time. One time for the one time. I I, I get one of these a year. <laughs> one a year? You're using it now? Uh. Well, you I'm know joking. what? We always say that, and then you know how we how we do. We uh. We end up uh, just deciding um, we're going to keep abusing that. <laughs> uh, let me see if I can find it, though. Shit. Um, uh, hold on. I got to make sure this is even a joint. So uh, let me see. But it, yeah, while while I try to find this though, I'm really mad at that. I'm mad that people decide to get on her for. Damn, I tell you, you can't do anything. Goddamn, fans are crazy. Listen, I'll tell I tell you right now, and I'll tell you, Mike. Um, get up there and do it yourself. Like I, every time you complain about Naomi Osaka, get up there and do it your goddamn self. Every time you complain about Simone Biles, get up there and do it yourself. Because I know half y'all can't even do a goddamn. Half of y'all can't even squat. Okay, half of y'all can't even get do have Megan the Stallion knees. You complain about Megan the Stallion, get up there and rap and dance and twerk. You want to complain about Chloe Bailey, get up there and sing those notes and hit those notes. And also, can we please stop with like, oh, but she, this isn't the one I remember. Listen, she is twenty four years old. If 
if people want you to like i don't understand why you don't let women grow up just she's a woman now she's not a, like she's still learning she's coming into her femininity she's coming into a womanhood like i we police specifically black women so much about their femininity about their womanhood about how they present themselves to the world how they respond to the world how they act in the world like i really just need y'all to go like seriously Half of y'all don't even know how to tie your goddamn shoe. 90% of y'all don't pay y'all credit card bills on time. 100% of y'all don't go to the goddamn dentist and y'all got cavities and need teeth pulled out real bad and y'all breath be still smelling real funky. Just let black women live and let us be great. And before you say, take accountability, all black women ain't great. I'll say it. I'll say it. If I'm going to get hate, I'll say it. All black women ain't great. But for the great ones, leave us the fuck alone. Thank you. Have a great 2022. I'm not sure even last person that said what they said to Ari Lennox on the Musty and Free podcast. Oh. And you, you know. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh Lord. Yeah, so now hey, I'm thinking, should we yeah, so calling this episode Musty Free, but <laughs> Yo, have the need. We're musty you free, but the the rest of them are just musty. He's <laughs> like, no, we're musty free over here. Oh gosh, listen, I was trying to see if this is the joint, but look, Minnie Rippleton, um if you were listening to Baltimore Club, then you would you might have came across like that club mix. Yeah. I don't even think this is it for real, but probably let's see. Oh no, there's some whack shit. Oh. All right. <laughs> we know mind. Baltimore Club as soon as it comes on, you're like, oh, no yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. All right. So listen. But for those of you that might have heard uh Minnie Rippleton uh, sing loving you you may have also heard it when baltimore club would just be like djs would be mixing that in yeah. you get that you get that wonderful wonderful mix of that song and it's just boom, 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 you know it's just going but yo i need people to stop Goddamn keyboard warriors! This what year is this? Two thousand twenty-two. Twenty twenty-two. Twenty-two. And that's because people don't know how to live their own goddamn life. No, they don't. They don't. So, and that's what drives me nuts about social media. But look, we talking about old old songs. You know something? I feel like killing some goddamn parliament. <laughs> you said cancel parliament. Huh? You said cancel parliament. No, I said I feel like hearing some Parliament. No, oh, never, okay. no, oh, no. Parliament Ooh. Funkadelic. Okay. Yes. I mean, all right. Oh I mean, god. Maybe they should cancel the Parliament, but we ain't going to. Speaking uh, of, there's a lot of people that need to get canceled, though. But we. <laughs> yo, I want. I want to do a very oh, weird I, detour. Go ahead. I actually, hold on. Let me. Let me see. Because if this is what I'm thinking of, I'm, I'm sorry. I changed my mind because there's something that I feel like. Uh, it would be a nice detour, but I don't know if we're on the same wave, but I'll play it we could get we could get to it. Okay. <laughs> Janet that Janet Jackson documentary. Oh my god. And of course I'm saying that to a debauch song. I feel real weird doing that. <laughs> All right, hold but on. now I understand Janet oh I, they gave someone broke down her, her chart. I understand it more better now. I get it. Oh, She's gosh. Can we play some Janet? How about some Janet? Oh, I ain't, we are not trying to get brought off. Oh, the oh, air. oh, you listen. She, she yeah. will. Shit. Okay. Dear Janet, okay. you are the queen of the queenness of the queens. And you are the queen of Taurus and Scorpio. Because, woo! Listen, I can see that now. 
If she if she was like, y'all playing my shit, we just really wanted you to come on the show. So we figured now that we're talking to you, would you come on the show? Well, we'll also cancel that episode that we did, and we will talk to you instead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Let me let me stop. But yeah, look, yeah, we got to go back to our boring music though, y'all. Sorry. <laughs> Listen, yes. I'm about to get rid of that podcast and put us in the place to give us that contract. Sure. I, mean, I think they're still like. You know, they do it themselves. Oh shit! I don't think no one sponsors them. They're just There's a whole lot of musty ass people that like that fucking. Cock. They're, they're <laughs> just the stepsons of the Kevin Samuelites. Oh god! Uh, well, here's the deal because oh, so we're in the age of Aquarius, okay, people. We we moved into the age of Aquarius like two years ago. The thing about the age of Aquarius is is to show your true self. So if you was a timid person, but you were only acting timid, and now in the last two years you've been more bold, that's because that's who you truly are. In the age of Pisces, everything was a masquerade. So everything was like a, a shadow when you or a curtain. So like it's like we pull back the curtain in the Wizard of Oz, and we're saying that, oh, he ain't a wizard, and he ain't tall, and he ain't got no bass in his voice. So right now we're seeing a lot of like everything that's going on with like these podcasts where it's like these alpha men also. There's no such thing as alpha men. What happened was the researcher, literally, they retracted the alpha men thing three years after the researcher published the paper. Because the researcher realized he was watching um, these wolves that were separated from their pack. And they were male, all male wolves. And when he operate, when he watched wolves that had both male and female dynamics, none of the bullshit he saw happen. It mm. all was very structured and... Straightforward. Straightforward. Gotcha. So, like, the idea of alpha, beta, male, and I fell for it. I know. I'll say it. I'll admit I fell for the alpha, beta, male because I used to, like, more in control men when I was younger because I wanted structure and I didn't want to think about stuff. And then y'all kept talking and y'all kept saying stupid shit. And y'all kept talking about how investing in real estate was stupid. And I was like, I can't trust somebody that says investing in real estate is stupid. When they ain't never buy a house and they're paying rent to somebody else and complaining when they're paying $1,500 in rent and you're 96 years old, you made bad life decisions, sir. You should be in a nursing home, but we're leaving that alone. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to, so all these podcasts that popped up before the pandemic and during the pandemic are now getting called out because they're doing harmful stuff to women and the society and other men. Anyway, what I was going to say is. The U.S.'s Pluto return. So, I just want to clarify something. Yes, the U.S. is having a Pluto return. What the fuck does that mean, Christine? That means that when the Declaration of Independence was signed, which was like whatever date it was, it was like July something, mm-hmm. Pluto, that's the birth of our nation, and Pluto was in whatever sign it was in. I think it was, at that time, it was Cancer or Capricorn. It was, must have been Capricorn. I don't remember. I have to look that up. So, every... Astrologers have noticed that when Pluto returns happens in societies, that's when empires fall. Oh. So, and also the U.S. is currently in late-stage capitalism. What is late-stage capitalism, you might ask, is when they purposely are are taking every bit of money they can from us for every little thing. Makes sense, because there was just that recent story of uh, Etsy now, you know, taxing uh, creators, crafters. Yeah, well, they probably should have been taxing them, but we'll leave that alone. But it's much more insidious than that. So what happens is usually before you get to late stage capitalism, I'll get back to the Pluto return in a second. 
before you get to that stage, you need to move into two directions. You either move towards socialism mm. or you move to a totalitarianism. Or author, I can't, it's a T word. Pretty much a dictatorship. The U.S. never did that. So when you look at Karl Marx and all these economists that did all this research, they was like, if you don't move to either one, you will just, you will destabilize your own economy, which means it ha- will have a degrowth and it can cause more issues, similar to what happened in Germany during World War One and Two. High inflation, destabilize the economy, you end up picking a group to blame for all your woes, mass genocide, and other gotcha. things that happens. So where we're at in the U.S. with all Pluto return and late stage capitalism... Which, here's the cool thing. The Pluto return starts having its effects four years before the actual return, and the major shift happens two years after. So it's an eight-year period. Mm. What happened four years ago? Uh, this bullshit we call what? Pandemic? Before that. No, no, that, they, that was two years. So I'm sorry, yeah. Theoretically, cause... I should have said four years ago. But if you think about it, it started with us in 2016. And then by uh, 2020, the pandemic happened, which was a part of that whole Pluto return thing. Oh, gosh. You mean Cheeto? So, yeah. So, think about it like this. If we would have moved to a more a socialistic system where we had a better health care system, where everything was paid for, and no matter what, the government took care of our health care, would we be in the same position of this pandemic at this moment? If we had a functional, logical government. We'd be doing pretty fucking well. Exactly, but because we weren't, we, we decided to go down the path of late stage capitalism, which is to destabilize the economy, which is to like, cause into like other areas that we don't want to talk about. What had really happened? Everything imploded on itself, and it's continuously still imploding. So, at this point, can we come out of late stage capitalism? Eh. Big eh. yeah. But. Everyone, okay, so everyone's going to talk about February 20, 20th or 22nd, 2022, as the U.S.'s Pluto return. Hmm. Here's the deal the Pluto return doesn't just happen on one day, it's a long period of time. Pluto is a slow moving planet. Y'all need to look at December 24th, 23rd, December 2024. That's when shit gets real. So, hmm. right now, I would say just think about what, what where you want yourself because we're going to have to start thinking about how we make money how we what kind of communities are we in honestly to my friends and to people who i care about who are talking about communes this is the time we need to go ahead and implement it because if we move down the path if we can autocorrect and move a little bit closer to socialism or social democrat democracy we may be okay but if we cannot autocorrect and go down that path, because too many people are like, <laughs> what happens next is either we get an authoritarian dictatorship. I'm not built for dictatorships. A totalitarian dictatorship. Not built for that. Or let me make sure I get this right. It's called degrowth. I don't know. I'm sorry. Late stage. What happens after it post capitalism is a state in which the economic systems of the world can no longer be described as a form of capitalism. And you have either socialism, anarchism or degrowth. I don't want anarchism, but what is degrowth? Huh? 
degrowth is a term used for both political, economic, and social movement, as well as set theory of paradigm. Oh, yeah, no, we're moving towards the path of degrowth. It emphasizes the need to reduce global consumption and production and advocates a socially just and ecologically sustainable society with social and environmental well-being replacing the GDP. Oh, yeah, we're totally moving towards degrowth. We're not moving to socialism because for some reason y'all think it's a dirty word. We're going to end up going to degrowth. So, um, yeah, all y'all people are like, oh, my God, your mom, your panties are in a bunch. Well, oh, my God. Stop being so stupid and figure out how you're going to support yourself if we are moving to a more reasonable production. Been saying this on this podcast for a while, but I'll say it again. Start thinking about how you want to navigate with your goals and your dreams. If you have something you desire to do, start thinking about if you want to (coughs) make a move. Yeah. Because honestly, we've had a lot of signs that we need, we need to come up with backup plans for ourselves to take care of ourselves, to take care of our families, our loved ones. We need a backup plan. Yeah. It was very evident when we were discussing on this very show about how suddenly people figure out a way to play the stock market, pull yeah. resources together, put their money together and play the same game. That corporations play. Yep. We had a whole freaking debate on that. Yep. And what did the government do? Oh, they when regulated that, that real they, quick. Right. Anytime working class folk figure out a way to get ahead, somehow, some way, somebody says, no, we can't have that. Yeah. Right now, there are discussions about why you should not be able to get help with child care. Their discussion, yeah. These discussions are going on. Yes, they are, and it's not going in favor of you. Oh it no, it's not for those uh, for those who have children. This is a discussion. They're in they're in an office discussing how they don't want to give you assistance. How you should be responsible for that. There are discussions going on about how you shouldn't get assistance with being able to afford medication that you desperately need. <laughs> Right, but let a big corporation say we need help. Mm. They help that big corporation. So I can tell you, the closer that we get to uh, the next election period, mm-hmm. it is going to be terminless ground uh, because you know I, I keep thinking about when uh, Rob had hit us with that hard hitting question. And a shout out to Big Rob again. And it was just about what was going on. I think it was, uh, if I recall the episode, it was with uh, what was happening, I think, in Afghanistan. I think uh, so. The gentleman was on the run. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it, it put me in so many places because for those that don't know, um, my opinion when it comes to our, our government, I see what is happening. Mm-hmm. And these past couple of years have been very telling. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. for those who want to, Come on and have you no know, come on the show and have a debate, you know, because you feel you're a Republican or you feel like you're a Democrat. You want to argue those sides. Right now, it's hard for me to really see which one is the snake when it seems like both sides are sharing the same body. So Can I say something real crazy after you it. finish? Go for it. I want people to think about this. Hillary Rodham Clinton 
was officially a Republican. Hear me out. Hear me very well. She was a Republican. She switched to the Democratic side. And I know you're going to say Southern Democrats were really horrible. They were. They were absolutely horrible. She switched to the Democratic side, not because she believed in what the Democrats were saying, but because it would be easier to move up the political chain on and being a Democrat versus being a Republican. Yep. Which means the same thing that Cinema and whatever that guy's name from West Virginia is. Mansion. No, Uh Mansion. Yeah. Yeah. They did the same thing. Yeah, look, and we need them fuckers catapulted. But, uh. Allegedly. (laughs) I recuse myself. Listen, I'm a chill. I can't vote for them. They're in different states. I'm a chill. Uh, yeah, but you know, I I, I got got folks who were like, hey, you know, uh, we, we got views. And uh, we'd like to talk about them views, but listen, we ain't gonna do that on this show because uh, that ain't the that ain't the vibe we was going with the episode. But as we get closer, because sooner or later we are gonna have to discuss what's happened locally. But since we are on the subject, you know what's really interesting when you want to know the updates about COVID in Baltimore, how we're handling this new variant. Yeah, yeah but- you, you know what really. What really gets my gears going in both humor and also just WTFness? <laughs> when you Google COVID in Baltimore and uh, a certain prosecutor comes up. Are we talking about and then oh, Are we talking about Mickey? Yo. Are we talking about the Mickey Mouse of prostitutes? Oh, <laughs> I didn't mean to call her that. Oh Lord! Hold on, is she a prosecutor? Let's take the turn. Take the turn. I thought she was. A, I thought. Listen. Oh, I wanted to bring this. I want to say. I want to say she's a prosecutor. Uh, uh, a state attorney. State listen, attorney. okay. So state attorney. This is real stupid. Of what I'm going to bring up. I just want y'all to remember that Aquarius rules. State te- attorney. Okay. State, yeah. Aquarius rules technology futuristic technologies and forward thinking so we're in an age that's forcing us to stop thinking about things stupidly and to use technology bitcoin cryptocurrency metaverse i mean the metaverse is scaring the fuck out of me so let's talk about this thing. let's talk about mickey Ow. Minnie mouse <laughs> i was minding my own business and she cut the article comes up now i already heard she was being indicted right yes but then to find out why Okay, so for those of you who are not from uh, Baltimore, right, idiot. you you probably came and still came across the name somehow, some way in Merlin Mosby, Minnie Mouse, Minnie Mouse. So we, you know, can we can, can we call it something else than Minnie Mouse? Because I feel like Minnie Mouse would be like calling us up, you know, feeling disrespected. Well, they just make, put her in a pantsuit, so uh, we can call her. Um, Melissa Mouse, because Melissa's a B-I-T-C-H's uh, sometimes. We can, call, uh, we can call her the rejected Nala. Uh, let's see. Uh, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, ah, what to call What to call her, aside from my asshat? Uh, let's see. So we, we, you know what? For now, for now, we can, we can, we can just. Oh, hold up, hold up. Mm-hmm. Damn. I'm listening. I was going to say, let's see. Uh Lion Mosby. I don't know. 
Lying Mosby. I, I don't know. Or um Mosey better mows along. I don't know. Uh, listen, oh, oh. but yeah, but she she need to mows the mows along somewhere. But here's here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh Minnie Mouse, I guess works on there. Um uh What were you calling them? Minnie Mouse, Minnie Mouse, what, Nala's what? rejected baby mama. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Simba's rejected baby mama. Sorry. Oh, Lord. All right. So, <laughs> anyway. I'm going to my Shakespeare insulters kit. Okay. Uh, in the midst of uh, us trying to figure out just what to call the swindler, uh, the article comes up. Baltimore State's attorney, Marilyn Mosby, indicted on charges of perjury and making false statements on mortgage applications. Now, this came up because I was, again, searching for status of things in COVID. Well, what happened? Two thousand. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Well, let's also pull that part now. For okay. those of you who may have heard Mosby, of course, she gained national attention in two thousand fifteen for charging officers in the custodial uh, custody death of Freddie Gray. Mm, now she faces the case. Yeah, and now she face now herself faces perjury uh, charges over documents she submitted to apply for loans against her retirement plan in 2020, according to the indictment. In doing so, Mosby, whose term in office ends this year, allegedly used a withdrawal option created under the CARES Act passed to help people who were financially impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic as politically motivated attack just months before an election. She did not address the charges in detail, acknowledging that there were some things she couldn't say. Of mm. fucking course. Now, here's my thing, because let's skip to the interesting part, because you just heard she was using the CARES Act. Mm-hmm. So, check this out. <laughs> All right. The indictment said her gross income in 2020 was to the tune of 247 thousand nine hundred fifty five dollars and fifty eight cents two hundred forty seven k y'all an increase of nearly ten thousand dollars from the previous year mosby received thirty six thousand dollars in may and forty five thousand in december of 2020 for from her retirement account according to the indictment the money Mosby allegedly received went towards the purchase of two vacation homes in Florida, and she is also charged with making false statements on the mortgage applications, according to the indictment. She secured a $490,500 mortgage in 2020 and a $428,400 mortgage in 2021, but she did not disclose in the applications that she owed more than $45,000 in federal back taxes. Now, for those of you who were struggling, may still be struggling, definitely uh, needed any type of assistance that you were able to get. And if you live in Maryland, you know how hard it was on un- with unemployment just to get your unemployment there would be there are people who were waiting and probably still waiting to receive money from unemployment that they were promised okay to hear that she used the cares act when she what kind of hardship mosby were you really going through none i'm sorry listen if i had if i had 240 thousand something dollars 
If that was my salary, I'd honestly be drinking and pissing cocaine every Friday night. Nah, you wouldn't. Nah. Okay, every but, other night. Two, well, okay, well, I wouldn't because who who would be doing that? But I mean, one, no, we're like two fifty, two the two fifty eight. It's it's you're, you're on the poor side of rich. But I'm rich. Not really. Okay. In but, order to be considered rich in this country, you need seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Okay. And but, that is still the poor side of rich. Okay, but I hate the fact that okay, there's a poor side of but rich. Could I at least be smoking up a whole lot of weed? Possibly. Okay. Now, if I'm frugal with my money, and then also remember, her husband is city councilman, and he makes about the same amount that she does. Okay, so that's five hundred thousand dollars. But if I'm living within my means, though, and like you know, I'm saying like, okay, I got a nice house. You know, I didn't go overboard. I'm mm-hmm. frugal with my money, so I got play money left. Okay, okay. All right, could I, could I, could I be smoking at least once a week? Yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Don't do drugs, kids. I mean, are we still talking about just weed? Oh no, no just, just no, 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 no. I'm talking about cocaine. Don't do drugs. No, no, no. Oh, no I'm saying, yeah, but weed, no, but weed, no, but have fun with that. I accuse myself from that statement. Oh yeah, don't, don't listen, listen, listen. We are very, we are very pro a lot of things, but yeah, live, live responsibly, y'all, as best as y'all can. That's all. We'll say I about mean, that. the world's Keep gonna more. end anyway, so why? Uh, all I ask is just, just don't be musty. Just don't be musty. <laughs> She is a but no, but back back to this back to the shit. So okay. there's another thing that pissed me off um about her too. What it, it wasn't just this. It, it was the fact that people been on her ass for a good minute. Mm-hmm. And so if you really start going down the rabbit hole Okay, there is a nice little thread. There's a hashtag on Twitter. You can find it. Free mm-hmm. Keith, like Free Keith Friday. All right, and the count. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Fifty Shades of Kells. She has a thread, or about Keith Keith Davis Jr. Mm-hmm. All right. <sighs> She starts his thread with how my husband became the second most tried prosecuted man in American history next to Curtis Flowers, who is now free. Keith, however, remains in jail facing his fifth trial for a crime he did not commit. Hashtag this is Baltimore. Now, so y'all know uh, she posted this back in August on August 6th, 2021. Mm-hmm. But it was this very thread mm-hmm. that helped open my eyes to Mosby even more. Mm-hmm. All right. So, beef wooded twat. Look, so the COVID thing. Yes. Uh, look, I'm, the, the fact that she she's being indicted, I'm like, look, you catching all that karma. You catching all that shit. I just want to know why they're going to indict her husband, too, because she ain't do this by herself. Oh, uh, listen. Listen, I I want to know what that conversation is like right now because, see, now listen, she can go on that musty podcast and he can ask, like, hey, so uh, are you fucked right now? Like, uh, Mosby, are you fucked right now? Like, are, are you are you looking at rocking the orange jumpsuit right now? Like, what's what's happening in your life? 
I can tell you, they're about to make a plea deal. Let, let's. Let, this is what leads logically will have to happen. If there's enough, it's a federal case. There's enough evidence to throw both of them in jail. They got kids, so they're going to give them the ter- Teresa Gudai, um, and whatever her ex-husband's name is treatment. Which one of y'all going to do the 18 months first? Which one's going to do the 18 months after? How y'all going to pay back this money? And yada 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 yada. Now, if she, if he was smart, or if she was smart, they would go ahead and get divorced. And they would show that all of it was signed in one person's name, which will force the hand of the other. But if they're, I don't think they're that smart, which means they're going to take the the plea deal and split the sentence. And depending on what they say is like, we can pay it back and we'll do a Catherine Pugh. We'll do 18 months. She just got out of jail too. Um, for those raggedy books that she did, like, damn, I just don't understand. I don't understand. Listen, nobody cares about healthy Holly. You could have did that. You could have did so much better than that. You could have literally had a LLC started, send that ish to like Morgan State or Coppin or Baltimore School of the Arts, have a special little grant program for students to write their own children's book. You take 10% off the top for being in your LLC and have someone else make the books and you still would have worked and you wouldn't have got in trouble. But no, you greedy bastard. Okay, I'm done. I just don't understand. Why are y'all so dumb as criminal? I would not be a good criminal. This is why you should vote for me when I run for elections. I would not be a good criminal. I'm just going to do what the people ask. You got, you're tired of the potholes? So am I. We're going to fill them. You want better, like, teachers? I want teachers to have better uh, options, too. I want to make schools easier. Well, let's write some grants up so we can have better child care services. Let's do something to make this work for everybody. That's all I want. So, so we had this conversation. Yes. And I told you, if you run. Okay. I run vice. Okay. You I know? mean, I'm not running for president. I'm going to go oh. for something small. Oh, well, shit. I learned my lesson. Look, put put me somewhere in the council. I okay. got you. All right, cool, cool, cool. I, I got mean, you. you got a whole new district now. Hey, listen, I got you. All right, cool, cool, cool. I got you because you want to run for president. I got you, too. I mean, I might do a better job than Biden. No offense, Byron. <sighs> Where's my student loan forgiveness, Byron? Don't make me come. I mean, no offense. You are my boss. So, um, unofficially, I am so sorry. I did not mean to put to my voice, sir. I am so sorry. But what? Come on. I just don't understand. You can go forgive Bank of America, but you can't forgive me? And I... Listen, I... Listen, and I... We had... There was a whole conversation in in a group chat I'm in. And I, right now, I've realized I might be the Republican of the group. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm a Republican at this age. But, like... There's a lot of people that people are mad at Kamala. People are mad at Byron. Yeah, I'm calling him Byron. What's good, baby? Anyway, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> that came out. But I am in a very conflicted place because I'm like, listen, I just need y'all to do one thing. Just, just, just bless Americans with student loan forgiveness so this money Please. can get freed up into better sources. Okay, better sources. Because right now, what you're about to do, or if you can't give us student loan forgiveness, then just stop making me do income taxes. Pick one of your. De- so you either want me to pay back my student loans and say, Christine, you don't got to pay income tax for the next 10 years if you pay back your student loans. I'll do that. Or you say, we want your income tax. You got to forgive my student loans. You got to give me something. Got to give me something. Also, Kamala's been doing a good job on the international front. I will give her that. She's done a great job on the international front. I know people don't want to hear that because people are like, what's going on in America? She needs to fix America. Hear me and hear me well. I want America to get fixed too. But I need we need allies and people to lend us money to get our shit together. And if we don't fix those relationships, yeah, we going to owe more than student loans. Look, it's, oh man. So, 
because I was sitting here thinking, I was like, you know what? We're not going to go. We're not going to go down the road on the on this episode. But there's so much that we we certainly need to talk about. And I'll I'll put this out there too. Also, side note, uh, earlier I was like, hey, we got to go back to the more music. I forgot that I switched the soundtrack, which is producers that I actually fuck with. Right. And so I'm like, nah, never mind. I like this. Uh, but shout out to our other source for music. Um, anyway, uh, I'm gonna have to change it up soon. But <laughs> just wanted to put, just clarify that because I, I know one of them be like, "Wait, you got my track on there? You think it's boring? No, I don't think it's boring. I think the shit is awesome." But um, yeah, at some point we really are going to have an episode. I think where we have um, somebody on the show that is a politician, a senator, somebody that's running or running for the senate, and also. Uh, at some point too Because we talked about this yeah. We'll have somebody on the show who's actually In Baltimore And she's trying to make a difference yeah. in our school system Oh I got the okay You got the okay I for that? The, yeah they t- as long as I don't verbally in- Endorse, endorse yeah. Got you okay So the and, and, and so like we could talk about it Because I told her you know I get back to her Once we got something settled Yeah. So I'll reach out but at some point We are going to have somebody on the show as a special guest yeah. And she's going to Get a chance to talk about You know why she's running for the School board mm-hmm. Board of education here in Baltimore And basically how we Do it how we're going to do it Is we're giving them a Chance to Talk to us mm-hmm. and say this is what I'm trying to do. Yeah. And of course, we're not pandering. So this is not going to be a typical uh, you know, episode you see where people are just gaga over somebody. It's like, right. no, what what are you really about? Because right. here's the thing about 3BP, which if nobody realized it, we go hard for our city. We do. We go hard for our city. I love all uh, you black business owners, you bakers, oh you gosh. black sauce. Oh. Y'all had, they had a smoked pop tart today. A smoked apple pop tart. You know, I keep forgetting that I could be hitting them up. Like, like on Thursdays and Saturdays. Listen, so today we'll, we'll get to this. We'll get to this too because I did go somewhere today. Okay, and it was fan fucking tastic. Uh, but yeah, so look for us to really when it comes down to it, we're we're going to have stories and we're going to have people on the show where we are hoping that. It will influence you, t- your decisions. If you feel like you, the listener, rock with what they're saying, yeah. or you feel as though you don't rock. Now, of course, you know, we're not trying to mold your way of thinking. It's just that there are a lot of things happening in our city. Yes. Honestly, now, the way Mosby was carrying herself, if you think about everything, and I, the reason I'm going back to this is because. People in politics love to do things for optics. Yes, they do. And we were just talking about Biden, who basically <sighs> you promise a lot of stuff. And we get this all the time. A lot of stuff is promised. We don't get it. Or we get somebody in our local government who they're trying to do. a co- They'll do a couple of things. But then you find out, oh, hey, they were taking bribes. Oh, hey, they were lying on the applications. You know, getting money and all these other things that they should not be doing. And it's not like we're the only city that experiences this. But, you know, I feel after going through 
the pandemic, the pandemic, this mess that we are in, still in. Yes. It's so much that is going on that I hate to sound like some kind of conspiracy theorist, but definitely open your eyes, y'all. Definitely open your eyes. Definitely start thinking about how you can navigate. You know, it is terrible. It's, it's terrible out here. But that's why I'm forever championing the idea of figuring out what you want to do and you go for it. So if you are mm-hmm. thinking about starting a podcast, if you are thinking about starting a business, do it. Because these jobs out here ain't giving a fuck about your mental health. Ooh. All right. They're not giving a fuck about what you got going on. You are just another worker to them. Speaking of corporations and shit. So I was out Columbia. Okay. Amazon's got some kind of some kind of storefront or something they're building out there. Yeah. And so, yeah. And somebody sent me an article about it. And I was like, yeah, see one of those stores. Now, Amazon very convenient until you start also thinking about the man that runs that shit fucking billionaire oh the villain the villain and you see how the workers are treated Uh uh and there was even a tiktok video where the guy says hey so they got a system that if you stop working somebody comes over to you if you stop for take a you take some kind of break or whatever somebody comes over and they check on you and you can get fired just like that yeah so Definitely, y'all, start thinking about how you want to navigate. You know, if you, you and your friends have been talking about launching a business, look for nonprofit organizations that you can sit down with and they'll look at your business plan. Or if you don't have one, they'll help you come up with one because they are out there. There's free seminars. I'm telling you, information's on the internet. Use it. Yep. Start using it because it's, it's getting crazy out here getting crazy and then when you become a millionaire you can hit our patreon up and show your support because 3abp told you on that fateful day to help you change your life for the better show us support <laughs> but look no I'm, I'm dead serious y'all get 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 your get your, your your affairs in order as this lady would say on john wick she got on my nerves but i can't wait for the new john wick anyway <laughs> um definitely get your affairs in order and if you are thinking that your job is driving you nuts start looking yeah uh, it's like chris like you said this was going to be a year where people really had to start thinking about money how they're going to navigate and if you're going to speak it you know walk it don't just talk about it if you are saying hey i want to become a millionaire start doing it there's you a know? book about there's a book that has a blueprint to it that i'm reading it's like we, yeah, we should all be millionaires oh i want to read this real quick because I, again i found out in my friend group today i love y'all i do i really do i definitely and i was on a whole different wavelength and they were i was like they're not ready to hear this conversation so this woman who's a bitch um i will not say her name she's a c-u-n-t and she's not the rupaul c-u-n-t she is a whole different c-u-n-t I offered a candidate eighty five thousand for a job that I had that had a budget of one hundred and thirty k. I offered her that because that's what she asked for, and I personally don't have the bandwidth to give lessons on salary negotiations. Here's the lesson: always ask for the salary you want. In parentheses, deserve. No matter how large you think it might be, you never know how much money a company has to work with. So I'm going to say this. In my friend group, they were getting very upset and they were real mad at this woman and they said a lot of stuff. And I get I get everything they were saying, but here's the deal. One, 
I need us to understand that as black people, we have a really bad toxic idea of not helping each other out. And I don't know. Here, Everyone's assuming that she was, that the person who asked for 80000 was a POC. We don't know that. I'm not even going to get into that one. But here's what I will get into. If she works for HR and hiring managers, it's not her responsibility to say how much she has to offer. In salary negotiations, you do not reveal that hand. You ask for it, they counter back. If they can, if, if it's below their line, they're taking it. They're not even going to counter you. So yeah, you do ask for a little bit more money. But as a black woman, I'm going to say this: we maybe some of y'all were, but eighty, I'll say sixty-six percent, maybe seventy percent of people out there that go into corporate America do not know how to negotiate salaries. Oh, when you first got your first real corporate job, did you know how to negotiate your salary? Nah. Were you told by your family you should just take what they give you? Listen, it wasn't even that wasn't even the discussion. How I got into corporate America was I wanted out from the place that I was at. I interviewed, got the second interview. They basically told me how much I'd be making. That was more than what I was currently making, and I was with it. And that, and sadly, and sadly, and I'm not afraid to say it. Uh, literally, that was my thing. That is still, and it still is, because when we negotiate salaries, there is so much more than the money that we are thinking about. Right, the money might be the first thing, but we are they're thinking about comfort. Yeah, thinking about stability. Yeah, we're thinking about benefits. Yeah, because that's also part of the stability. And we're thinking, big one, how much we hate the fucking place that we're at. So that's what I was. So when I was reading everyone's comments, I'm not going to go through my friends' comments. And if my friends want to yell at me and say, "How dare you?" I'm so sorry. But this, I just need to get it out there. My whole thing is, there's so much that goes into leaving a job. I've seen people leave jobs where they were like, "My mental health is at risk," and they went somewhere else, and they know they didn't ask for enough money, and they screwed themselves over. But they just needed that moment of, "I need to get away from here because if I stay here." I'm not going to be good for nobody. Yep. Here's the other thing. Maybe I'll say what happened three different times. Maybe in a black woman, when I first found out that they offered me a job at this place, I really love with all my heart. I did not know how to do salary negotiations. My mother never talked to me about it. My aunts never talked to me. My aunt never talked to me about it. My, and the rest of my family never talked to me about it. And someone was like, you should be lucky. You even got a job there. That is the worst thing to say. Now hear me and hear me. Well, when other people have talked to me about salary negotiations, I start talking to them like, here's the deal. Ask for what you want. Don't be afraid to do it. If they take that job away from you, they will always want to dick you around for your money. Just go and ask. One of my friends, she is a beast. Like, let me tell you, the way she has methodically moved up the ladder and how she has done it and the benefits she has got from it, she did not understand salary negotiations either. But guess what? She has somebody who worked in the corporate world and they told, pulled her to the side and said, this is what you need to start doing ask for this ask for 10 percent more be willing to say no i'm not going to take it counter she but here's the and she is black sorry didn't mean to mm-hmm. do that. and i just think that as a community we don't do this and we all and we don't think about the negative toxic toxicity that families friends and other people and also my whole thing is like oh they're so mad because the woman asked for 85 if she's only making 75 at her other job and she asked for 85 yeah, no, like hiring managers, HR, they're not working for us. They're working for the for company. The company yeah. And as far as I was concerned, like I, I got why everyone was mad. I, I was mad too, but I also thought about, it. I was like, I don't know that situation of that person. 
I don't think that person knows how to properly negotiate salaries. I think that we deal with a lot of imposter syndrome on both with black men and black women. And I also think that we're always told to take what we can get versus asking for more. I have recently asked for more. They told me they couldn't do it. I said, okay, cool. Thank you for letting me know. The first time I went for a job outside of the job I'm at, I mean, I'm still at the job I'm at because they paid me better. Mm-hmm. They would t- they told me that I was asking for too much. I was like, you want me to run a whole program? Like, they wanted me to run a specific type of program, and I would have the title director. So I asked for what I thought a director should get. Yep. And they low-bought me $15,000. And I was like, and then when, they t- when I told them how much I make at my current job, they were like, oh, they're overpaying you. My next response was, are they overpaying me because I'm black or overpaying me because I'm a woman? And then never heard from them again. That says so much about them. Listen, I I get it. But I always think about it like we don't. And also, I hate to say it and we don't say it enough. Everyone wants to say raw black women and black women need to stand together. Sometimes black women are your worst enemy in the job, in the corporate field. Because some of them still have the toxic ideals and thoughts of their form, their their ancestors. They still say, oh... You have locks in your hair. You must be dirty. No, it's a hairstyle. Why? There's a whole crown act for you. And people say, no, that doesn't happen. Yes, it does. I have one person at my job who I love with all my heart, who used to be at my job. Let me say that. And she always nitpicked me for what I wore to work. And I'm like, I am working with blood and fecal and serum with a lab coat that gets messed up daily. No, I'm not wearing my nice, fresh press clothes to work. I'm not. But she was like, well, because you don't dress for the part, you're never going to get ahead. Lo and behold, someone else came to work at my job who dresses and looks like me, except for the skin color. And they've been able to navigate and move ahead very easily. So what are you talking about? You just think that I'm an embarrassment because I'm not dressing like you. And what's always interesting is how people have these hot takes. But we're sitting in the same boat. It's like, hey, so I'm going to sit here and tell you about a situation. Yeah, there's a leak in the boat. Okay. We both could be rowing to get over to the island so we don't, you know, get eaten by a shark if we start rowing now. Yeah, but there's a hole in the boat. Okay, you're telling me about the hole in the boat instead of actually just starting to roll. Like, what what, what are you doing? Right. And they have this whole conversation with you. And meanwhile, you're rowing the boat because you're like, well, I'm not trying to die. But right. the whole entire time, but there's a hole in the boat. We're almost ashore, but there's a hole in the boat. We are almost ashore. Can you like, roll with me? Right. Like, like, I don't get people. They love to talk about, you'll never do this. You'll never do this. You'll never succeed in this. And it's like, oh, so you're doing so well. Explain to me in, 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 in detail about how I'm never going to be at the level that you're at. Oh, wait. Wait, 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 wait. What's your job title? Same as me. Right? Are you a boss? No, no, you're not a boss. Wait, 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 wait. Do you get any kind of car plunge? No, you don't get any car plunge. Do you drive a company car? No, you don't. You know, no, 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 no. Did you get a raise? No, did no, 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 no raise, no raise. And here's the thing, and this is what I also wanted to say to them. I'm like, we are very fortunate. I love the group that I'm in because we very much support each other as much as possible whether it was with words at words with actions with you know check-ins with hey you need some help with this hey do you need this we mm-hmm. very, are very close-knit and very woven and it's a very good it's like a sec it's a true second family we don't i can honestly say i can step out of that group and see other people who don't have that type of woven structure 
see people that's like, oh, well, you'll figure it out. I've seen people tell their friends you'll figure it out. And I'm like, that's the most bullshit thing to say to somebody you said that is your friend or your family member. I've seen family members say you'll figure it out. My issue that I will always have is I knew somebody who had a job that could have helped somebody out. Oh, they can figure it out. And I get why you don't want to help your friends get jobs. I get it. But it did not have nothing to do with them at that location versus I can go back. I have a friend in one of my, in the friend group who will sit up here and like, I'll do your resume for you. Like not like not like that. She's like, I will rewrite your resume to help you get a new job. Do you need to know some negotiation techniques? Like we not everyone has that support system. And when I was reading the comments, I was like, yo, I get what they're saying. But I'm like, I really wonder if they're taking a step back saying, does the, does the woman who asked for who does the person who asked for 85,000 have that type of support system and also do all high like being upset that the hiring manager didn't say oh well are you sure you want to ask for 85 that's not their responsibility yeah. their responsibility is to get you in the door yeah as as oh, um i think i mentioned this on like older episodes but you i had a lady tell me like hr's job is not to say oh this would be a great candidate for a position their job is to weed out people that doesn't make a great candidate and there's systems in place to automatically toss out resumes it's a whole electronic thing they're looking for keywords they're looking for certain trends they're trying to make sure you're not a flight risk so when you pass that part the next part and side note don't put your resume in the pdf Oh, no. Because the PDFs doesn't get read well. So no. you want to use a standard doc. So that was another thing because you would think, oh, hey, well, I'm going for a particular job. So I need to really flex what I can do. If you're going for a design job, graphic design job, that's what your portfolio is for. You still need a standard resume. But anyway, you make it up to that point and somebody's like, well, you know, what's your what's your salary range? What are you looking at? Now, a lot of us hear that question, we, we freeze up. Some people hear that question and they know exactly what they want because at the time you might be thinking about your comfort. Right. And then you get to a job and then you realize, oh shit, I made lowball myself. Here's the thing. It wasn't their job to figure out what's going to be the best. They don't have to be honest with you. Right. If you say to them, hey, I just want $20,000 a year. They're going to give you $20,000 yes, a year. Will. If you say that you want $50,000 a year, that job pays 60000 a year, you're getting 50000 exactly. a year because yeah. they got to try to save money because also they may be training you. They may be ordering equipment that you might need to use. You never know this situation. And again, to think that the HR person is just going to sit there and say, oh, no, well, well the job really pays up to us. Some companies will tell you up front how much they're paying. For that position right you know but companies that are trying to save money that's why they do that and not to be uh fully transparent i actually had a position that was offered to me one time where it was more than what i was getting mm -hmm. and i was like that was cool but here's the thing and for those of you who are thinking about negotiating negotiating your salaries you might get into a place and realize people are making more money than you but you got to also think about what you were looking at for at the time, because if you decided to pop a number out in your mouth, you wanted the safe number because you wanted to get the job. So right. you got the job. So here's what you do in this space. You can either work it or you can be mad about it and quit. But your best, best, 
best thing, if you're going to be there, say, hey, well, I know I can get more money for this. You you do your best to renegotiate because guaranteed it's going to come up when they're talking about raises. And if you listen, oh. if it comes up, you, you make your move. But I think that um, just, you know, to piggyback off what you said, there is a crab in a bucket mentality that we got to deal with. There's also the fact that a lot of people don't stop to think, like you said, they don't stop to think of what, what they're really worth, what they're really worth, because you have skills that you yeah. took the time to learn. Oh, Get yeah. paid for them. Get yeah. paid for them. And that's something too about, uh, like you was, when we talked before we started recording, you have skills, get paid for them. Yeah. And, and this our lady, you know, she's a CUNT. Yeah. I'm yeah. not taking that away from her. Like, I'm not going to see to me. I can't, I can't be mad. I think no, about oh no, the way she wrote it and everything else that proceeded after. Oh no, she's a full BITC. Okay. okay. I, I'm like, no, she deserves. Also, she may get fired, but she ain't going to get fired for lowballing that person. Like people think she's going to get fired for putting that information out on Twitter. Cause most likely for what she said and how she said it and how she worded it, she okay. can get fired for that. Okay. Also people was like, well, the person should sue her. They don't have a case. Cause let me tell you when I found out when I worked at Harry and David, that they refused to put me to I asked for $16 an hour I'm using Harry and David for a reason because I don't want no one to know about my real job so I asked for $16 an hour they told me no but then they hired somebody for $15 an hour who did less work than me who knew less than me and I had to fix their issues so when it came time for my like you said wait to the pay raise thing Mm -hmm. um, they won't give you a pay raise they'll just give you the cost of living so what I said was I want you to look at my numbers and I knew what I was saying at that point. I said, I get $40 per sale, and that's on my weakest day. I work two days a week. My weakest day is $40 per sale. My best day is $80 per sale. I said, I work less hours, make more money, have more customers that are satisfied, have better customer compl- compliments. I only had, like, at the time, out of 100, maybe 15, 10 to 15 complaints. And out of those 10 to 15 complaints, it was because I was fixing someone else's problem. And the complaint was, she shouldn't be fixing my problem. Why didn't this person fix it? And it was like, she was really nice. She was really friendly. But I am mad that she had to fix my problem. That was the, that's not even a complaint to me. But anyway, when that was said and done, they pumped me up to 1463 and then up to 1520. Okay. The other person got fired, but we'll leave that alone. But all I'm saying is, they will not. So, like, if that person goes back and says, hey, I found out I was lowballed, they will say, well, next time you should have did a better job. Which is a horrible thing about capitalism. They will say next time you should do a better job or are you planning to leave or the way the person will have to get that 130K. Hey, I've been here for two years. I also saw that Twitter that she wrote. Yeah, the person wrote, I am willing to talk about increasing my pay to the correct amount or I will sue for defamation. It's not defamation, but it's a specific term that they can sue for. The company may increase that amount to that point or they may let her sue. Or may let them sue, whatever. But that person, the issue that will get her fired is that she posted it the way she did. The way she should have protected herself is write it in a book. Or write it as an essay. Or write it as a series on YouTube saying this is how contract negoti- how negotiations work. But honestly, the only thing that she can get fired for and get in trouble for is the fact that she posted it. And that she purposely was like, I didn't have the bandwidth today. <laughs> like, you honestly, that hot take should have stayed in your goddamn head. Hey, look, I, I think that working anywhere 
you're going to realize that either you're in the space where you need to move away from. Yeah. You get into a space and you're working it for a while because you're learning. Yeah. And then once you've gotten that knowledge, it's like, okay, it's either time for me to get paid what I should be getting paid or I make a move and I go somewhere new. Right. So. You're always going to find yourself in different uh, different situations when you're trying to do the best for you. Right. So for those who um, are in a predicament where they should be getting paid more, mm-hmm. like, hey, you know what? You know you should be getting paid more. Start making the moves to make that happen. Yeah. Oh, and that's the other thing I forgot to say. One thing that we never talk about. So the average employee to employee in America, let's say that you're the, an average employee that makes around, let's say, $60,000 a year. I'll do that. Honestly, the company spends on you close to $200,000 a year. So you're not even making, what, that's like 60 out of 200000 That's a third? Not even a third. That's like, yeah, one third maybe. Yeah. About one third. My math is off. I know it is. The company's not, is only giving you a third of what you're worth. When you think about it like that, then yeah, ask for 75000 And also look at the benefit packages because here's the thing. One of my, I won't put her business out there, but somebody I know. Um, somebody else I know, not that person. They, in their benefit package, they get more put into their IRA and 401k than they did at the previous job. So they took the L on getting the pay up front because the company puts more money into their retirement fund. Because some moves are always going to be moves that you need to make. It's not always about the money. Yeah. You know, um, I made one of those moves recently myself. So I'm not going to talk in detail, but after the show, I break down because it's funny we're having this conversation because I'm, ex- <laughs> I'm going to explain to you. Uh, I'm going to explain to you uh, a situation that happened. But what I ended up seeing like was like, yeah, I made the right decision either way. But uh, moving on for real. Yeah. Uh, there's an interesting article. Let's see how we're doing on one time. Because okay. I don't want It's 1042. Yeah. I don't want to. And you don't want koi fish popping up. Oh, gosh. I've been really good. I've been listen, really good listen, tonight. Listen, I'm trying to fi- I'm trying to figure out. Uh, yeah, see, anytime we don't record on Sundays, it's always weird. Koi fish is never going away. I even <laughs> posted on our Twitter. I even posted on our Twitter, big fish and big koi energy. Like, that was a meme. <laughs> You gotta make that a shirt. Big koi energy. Oh shoot! Yes, <laughs> I need to get all my hoodies together because now I have a Sagittarius hoodie that says um, I have Trivia Queen, Good Vibes. I have another one. I have the Fly Awkward. So yeah, I need Petty as F. Petty as AF. Well, you can still buy on our store. Is the store yeah. still active? It should be. But also, if you haven't uh, had the chance, y'all, uh, give us a moment because we're doing some re- restructuring too. I need to. I need to uh, also look at our website. I got an idea for that. So this year, y'all, the website is coming because yes. I realize I don't think a lot of y'all hit the description notes on each show. I think y'all just press play. And that's okay because a website will give you a lot more information and make it a lot easier to follow. So it is what it is. But that magic link that you can find on our Twitter page, you can find it on our Instagram page. It will take you to our Patreon and everywhere else. But um, yeah. Cop a hoodie, and if you have issues copying merch, you can reach out to us at get at three abp.com. That is G is in Jeffrey, okay? E is in Everett, T is in Tom. Did you say G as in Jeffrey? Uh, oh gosh, I did. G is in Greg. Oh gosh, <laughs> oh gosh, okay. Well, listen, you. you 
You know what? You know what? Somewhere there's someone out there that spells their name Jeffrey the G. Leave me alone. There is. There is. There probably is. I don't know. Anyway, no, it is. It is. Look, listen. All right. So let's do this again. It's get at three, and that is T H R E E. Oh gosh. ABP.com. Okay. So get G E T at symbol three. When you write that out phonetically, A as an apple, B as a boy, P as in Paul, the dot, the C O M, C O M, not C U M, C O M. Okay, the dot what, com. What, what, why are we talking about that? <laughs> I just put that there just in case I mispronounce something. All right, listen, I'm moving on. But that's the email. Listen, listen, that's the goddamn email. <laughs> Y'all know what to do. I mean, talking about musty just reminds me of peanuts. Oh, gosh. This episode, we really, that's the theme. I'm not even trying to talk about the news topics. We're just going to be like, listen, we're addressing all these musty issues that's going on. Y'all being musty right now. That's how it is. This year kicked off. Sheesh. I'm telling you, <laughs> people being musty. But listen, you know what I think started a lot of crap? What? The Smithsonian reported. Archaeologists unearthed a 4,000 year old stone board game in Oman. Put it back. Listen, I saw this article and I said, I'm sharing this shit because we need to talk about this because a whole lot of shit happened. Now, listen, I still maintain, all right, I still maintain that a certain company making a certain chicken sandwich should have never did that shit <laughs> because that means. It says, listen, a lot of shit started with this goddamn chicken sandwich. And this shit been crazy ever goddamn since. So now we got archaeologists. And so y'all know, this is on the Smithsonian uh, website. All right. This article was published January 11th, 2022. Okay. So just this year, just this year, starting off, archaeologists find a 4,000-year-old board game. Now, if you've seen Jumanji... You should have a healthy fear of board games that was created by ancient civilization. All right. If you have not seen the movie Jumanji, let me just explain this. It's a game. You play that shit. Shit was happening. All right. Treat that like a Ouija board. For those of you that have no idea what a fucking Ouija board is, don't go to your fucking Ouija board. Yo, that is the worst thing. That's, don't do it. Oman. 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 And that's a boutain. Listen. Look. Hear me and hear me well. I I am I listen y'all need every time y'all find something in that area please put it back every time you find something in Africa please put it back every time you find something in Asia please put it back these are ancient civilizations that were before BC before Christ which means there are spiritual ramifications they were buried for a reason I am hear me and hear me well I am not built for this. If I see flying monkeys when I leave this place tonight, I'm going over to the Smithsonian and I'm pimp slapping them. All of them. Put it back. Put it back. Put it back. Put it back now. Now. Remember when I went to Hawaii? Prior to Hawaii, I spent months talking about why we shouldn't walk the beach at night. Right. And I pulled up stories because I heard about these. I heard this story from a friend who lives in Hawaii. And she was telling me, walking the beach is not safe at night. And I was like, oh, why? And she's like, yeah, because they are the spirits that walk the beach. And if you see them, you are supposed to immediately, you know, get on your hands and knees and just look straight at the ground. 
do not look up at them why because they're royalty you look up at them and this is a, a spirit procession they're known as the ollie if you look up at them well you die all right you die and how you die is because one uh you can get murdered or two they decide you were just going to go with them to fight some war because they could be walking to battle or they could just be uh remembering their fallen comrades this is hawaii matter of fact would you like to see a photo that i discovered on uh my phone that i took and i showed i showed my brother later because i realized what the fuck was up with the photo now i think i took just a bad photo Mm -hmm. but when we were in hawaii we walked past rob's favorite place subway and I said, let me take a photo because I was going to send it. I was going to send it and it was going to be a gag, right? Well, here's the thing about said photo when I looked at it later. The photo didn't look right. And it didn't look right because where I'm thinking the camera should have been good lighting and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. There looked to be smoke in the photo. And I'm just trying to find it. But yeah, it looked like a cloud of smoke. The last time I seen something like that was when I went to one of the hotels that's down here in Baltimore. And a friend wanted to check out the hotel. Said, okay, let's go check out the hotel because she has a sixth sense for things. Mm-hmm. Well, we go up to the top floor. I take a picture there. She takes my picture. I look at the picture later. There's white smoke in it. Yeah. There was white smoke in the picture. And also, on that note, too, that's that same feeling mm-hmm. of that smoke and everything. Just as we were getting ready to leave, I felt a cold draft. Mm-hmm. And there was no type of... They, the window was so far at the end of the hallway. There were no vents, like, where I was standing. So, when I seen this photo... Uh, that I took of uh, Subway in Hawaii and I look at it later and I see that I'm sitting here thinking well shoot maybe I just didn't focus right or whatever but nah that wasn't the fucking case that was a photo that I honestly am now thinking well shit we was out we weren't that far from the beach we was like right across the fucking street Um, so there it is Then you know, you know, taking a picture with an iPhone, iPhone cameras. If you don't like iPhone, at least one thing that a lot of people were agree on, cameras are tight. Now, I don't know if I just snapped that in motion, but usually what this thing will do, if you take a picture on the iPhones, the, especially the newer models, mm-hmm. if there was motion in the picture, mm-hmm. it actually fixes it. Or if it like you take the picture, but it doesn't. Um, right. It doesn't look correct. Right. It fixes it up. Right. So even if this was a moving picture, like if I click off on it and click on, uh-huh. it would show a little bit of uh, action because it was moving at the time. So right. it did like a little bit of video, but then it would stop. So I'm looking at this photo thinking maybe it was just I snapped it in a shot, a, a quick moment. But as fucked as that was looking... I'm like maybe 
just maybe that was uh, a visitor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, I will say this, because back to the story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When you find something that obviously you should, like, dig up, you put it back. How is it that we have so many movies about this very fucking thing? And for whatever reason, people keep saying, oh, this is a great find. We need to preserve it. No, it's already preserved. It was buried. It was happy where it was buried. Put it back. We don't need to see it in a museum. Take a picture. Put it back. The minute they seen it, they should have just took a picture and kept it going. No, 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 no. We, we unearthed it. Why? 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 Don't do that. Please don't do that. So, yeah, if we're still in this pandemic, pandemic thingy, the shit that we're doing, I'm blaming them. Here's the thing. Now, in the article, they was like, no, we got to figure out the rules to play it. No, you don't. No. Put the, no. Stop. You, you, stop. you open some you portal shit. So, look, I just, so I'm watching Archive 81 yeah. on the very last episode. All I'm going to say is, I really do feel like there are forces and things in this universe that we do not understand. And I think it's our job as humans to try not to understand certain things. I think we just leave these things alone. The reason I think that is because I watch a lot of movies and then I stop and think about weird shit that we can't really explain. Friend friend and myself got into an argument eons ago about spirits and the argument was supernatural, unnatural, right? He tried to say they were natural. I'm like, okay, so you say natural. The reason I say supernatural is because supernatural, you can see an argument from both sides, really. All you right. can say, okay, natural occurrences, hey, something happens, that energy becomes a spirit. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah. But our normal is seeing each other like this. Right. So if all of a sudden, you know, Jimi Hendrix, rest of soul, Pulls up a chair and says, "Hey, play my song Purple Haze," and I want to I want to talk to y'all on your show. Sure enough, why now, not? Let's do now, this. Now, first of all, yeah, so we doing that. <laughs> Second of all, I'm going to be scared as fuck because uh, what? Like, listen, I'm scared as fuck because one, this is really happening, and now I need to uh, uh, reassess what the fuck. How did we even get to this point? First of all. And then once I've actually cleared all that, it's going to be like, well, shit, we got to get paid for this episode. Let me tell you right now, Jimi Hendrix ghost actually appeared and say, go ahead. Y'all can interview me, play my joint. We doing that shit. And y'all not getting that episode because the Patreon price going the fuck up. I'm sorry. That shit going up. Like y'all going to be mad and we're going to advertise the fuck out of it. We will not do another motherfucking Patreon episode until y'all actually go ahead and, and subscribe. I'm telling you because that shit. Nah, people on Patreon love you. Y'all be mad. Well, listen, people already on Patreon are good. Y'all get to hear the shit. But the other people, y'all going to be like, well, y'all got the end of y'all keep talking about it. But y'all going to let us hear. We're going to give you a two second clip. <laughs> Listen, two second clip. Two seconds. Two seconds. Two seconds. But then also, let that be. Like, let that be. Rick James. That. I would have questions because I'm like, I want to know why how, him and Pit Prince fought so much. That I mean, that is like one of. Listen, fuck rat beef. Okay, fuck rat beef. Oh, I have a new beef that just happened recently. Go ahead. 
All right, we get to that. The reason I say fuck rat beef because honestly, the beef between Rick James and Prince had to be one of the best goddamn stories I ever fucking read. And we even talked about that on the show. But yes. listen, listen, if you didn't know, and I guess we're talking about it again, if you didn't know, please look that up. You want to talk about levels of petty? That shit is legendary. You know what? I get why they were so petty to each other. Rick James is an Aquarius. <laughs> Prince, though he did not believe in the Zodiac, is a Gemini. <laughs> I don't know what it is with Geminis and Aquarius. We're either the best of, not, not we, but they're either the best of friends or death upon you and your house. How petty can, and the, those are like two of the most pettiest signs, not the most pettiest, because if you ask anyone, they're like, oh, it's Taurus, it's Scorpio. Also, speaking of which, Janet Jackson is a Taurus sun, Scorpio moon, Aries rising. Are you fucking kidding? Oh. That Taurus Scorpio, that means she's the queen of sex. She is the queen of sensuality and sexual provocation. That means in that Aries, and I was like, you know what's funny? I think that Aries is probably what pushes her to be successful. But that Taurus and Scorpio, because Taurus work, like the thing about it is Taurus work hard so they can be comfortable, so they can enjoy their life. Scorpios go into the dark, the depth. The, and everyone always talks about the sexuality of Taurus. I mean, not Taurus, um, the sexuality of Scorpio. But Taurus is beginning it in. They're real good at sex. Like nobody wants to ever give a Taurus the, their props of being good at bed. So you got this venus sensual person with this dark scorpio sexual energy velvet rope era with an airy sun i mean not sun rising lord have mercy anyway and her documentary just came out i need to figure out how to watch it listen so that's what because i really want to talk about that because that article when they was like yo she breaks that down i was like we gotta watch this documentary we gotta see this shit so i gotta figure it out yeah, listen, folks, if y'all were like looking forward to the episode, hoping we were talking about that, the only thing we could say is, look, USA Today had an article um, where Janet Jackson is breaking down a lot of stuff in her documentary. Yes. Also, I would like to say, because we're talking about Janet Jackson, I really want to know how that dude was doing when she brought him on the stage. I want to know where he's at in, in life right now because fam was up there like going crazy and that's just a part of the show she bring you up on the show and she strike me down she doing all that shit let me tell you i I, he was he was one of the the joke was he was one of the most hated men because that happened but at the same time the most hated man is justin timberlake moving on yes at the same time (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) yeah well yeah but he was so both were hated for different reasons because a lot of people want to want to be up there but look if you just see it, just see it, Janet alone was always a thing. Also, um, I have to, I have to say when it came to, when it came to Janet, I was always bumping Janet, Janet, come on. Janet comes on. I was bumping the songs. I was watching the videos. Like I was reading that she had a, a interview in FHM. Yeah. Cause something you said, uh, it it go it, it makes me think about the other uh, interview, but in uh, the interview with H M A F H M magazine, which was for him magazine, which uh, any listen it was a different time was I reading the shit anyway. I didn't ask no one. Yeah. I mean it's like yeah. Playboy. It's yeah, all good. Yeah, well they 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 was close, but they wasn't there. But that interview, she took her crew to a sex shop. 
she shut that shit down like a yes. private, like a private, you know, event, and they was mm-hmm. in there buying everything, you know, and whole nine. That she was talking about that shit, and I'm just sitting there like, ma'am, hi, how are you? Like, I, I still listen. I I love it. I love it. I, listen, she would enjoy our koi fish po- um moments. Listen, Janet, Janet would have just. I would have had to be quiet. They'd be like, "What's going? On? Yeah, Janet Jackson on the show. Yeah, I know." And <sighs> I would ask her so much. It it just be it'd be questions, but at the same time, I just be in my head like, Janet really on the show? Yeah, we got I, Janet on the show. Listen, I want Missy on the show. We got, a, we got a long list between between all three of us. We got a hefty list of who we like to see on the show. Yes. But I'm telling you right now, it's gonna happen. It will, and, and maybe another, in 2025. Well, I, well, one person. All right, so I will talk about after the show. But let's just let's just say I be having cards that I just don't play. I'm fine with that. And I want, no. and, I, and and part of me like always gets the urge, but I feel like it's not time yet. It's not. I yeah. I want you to follow. With hear me, hear me, and hear me. Well, oh, what was I about to say? Oh, we'll get back to the other beef. Oh, look, well, I got something funny for you too. Is it the same beef? It's not even so much a beef, but it's a it is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful taste of karma. <laughs> karma, and when I say karma, I'm saving this one for last because this shit, this shit. So yeah, we're going to figure a way to watch the Janet Jackson documentary. I found out from all. Everything I own was like, no, you either need to give us more money or you can't watch it. I listened to it all day today because. That had something happened at trivia that was real funny. Um, I left my speaker at the wrong location. So how can you do trivia if you don't have your speaker? We'll get that to another day. Um, gotcha. So I'm listening to Janet, and I was like, "Dang, I love all her music, all of it, all of it." And just just listening to it, and I was like, "I can't believe my mom was okay with me listening to Janet and Velvet Rope, but got mad at me for listening to DMX." I mean, I mean, I know those are two different eras. I know it is, but I just kept thinking about. It. I was like, she let me listen to. It. F and I get so lonely and like getting tied up and black cat and thinking about it and I'm like but you got mad at me for listening to DMX and I said DMX did not say half the stuff she I was like Janet Jackson was telling me how to have sex anyway but that's not it astrologically this is this year astrologically is going to be a good year for if you are a Taurus or Scorpio Taurus, Scorpio, Aries, and I think, I think Gemini, I think, I don't remember, I have to go back and look, mm-hmm. but those three, are, is, this is a good year financially, career-wise, and like I was telling one of my friends, I was like, you're going to, you're going to get hit, because she's a Taurus, um, there's going to be two situations, it's going to be like, something hits you real hard that hurts, but then you get money, or you get financial stability or abundance. So it's like every time it's going to be like that, give or take the whole year for the next few months. For Aries, I just think it's good money, abundance, and and like growth, and your career is coming. So like, yeah, it's a good year, y'all. Those three signs. This is another sign I can't remember, but those three signs have a very good positive year. Apparently, I need to make a decision: do I want love or money? And I gotta tell you, money keeps me warm at night, so I'm warm for the money. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Um, the things I would see uh, some of my fring- single friends post, and just the different conversations I see on social media, I get to thinking like, man, y'all, y'all should really just 
Y'all should really just chase the dough right now. <laughs> like, get that like, bag. Like, just, just get in that space. Because honestly, if you're at a point where you're looking at finances and you're thinking, hey, I can be doing better for myself, focus all that energy there yeah. because that is going to have a nice payout. And everything else I feel like falls into place. People love to focus on, you know, relationships. I say change relationships to networking and then take the energy that you put into a relationship looking and looking for a relationship to looking for ways to maximize your funds, get into a better space, you know, get yourself right. Um, I feel like if we are to achieve anything, it starts with N. A lot of revelations happened over the past couple of years, and one thing I love doing about uh, love about this podcast is that when we have these conversations, it's always how can one do better. Yeah. Also, for those who say y'all don't sound angry enough, you're right, we don't. But here's the thing: uh, a graphic designer said she's not redoing the logo, uh, <laughs> so that's number one. Um, so even if we were just having uh, conversations that's always rainbows and sunshine, and we say the podcast is called Rainbows and Sunshine, the article, the image is still going to be three MVP because again, we're not. It is what it is, y'all. Yeah. But we get mad when we need to get mad. But anyway, chase the chase the bag, like chase the bag. Like I, I feel like if you get nothing else from this episode, chase the bag. I'm not going to say chase the bag. I'm going to say actually own the bag. On the bag. On the bag. I mean, for you, maybe on the bag. I want. I just want to say, be. Lo- oh God, here's the deal. Until we move out of this late stage capitalism, and we are in a society where you are actually able to pursue your dreams without worrying about financial retri- retribution. No, yeah. that's not the word. But you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Um, just be more logical with it. Like, again. I'm going to be, I will tell you that five dollar latte you get from Starbucks ain't killing you. What's killing you is the fact that maybe you're not making enough money. The fact that they are dick, dicking you around for your money or the fact that maybe you're not good with money. If you're not good with money, they've got these things called financial therapists that help you have a better relationship with money. Cause some of us, if you came from a place of lack, you do, when you get money, you spend it because you think you're not going to get it again. Or you hoard it and then you're not doing the right thing for yourself because you came from a place of lack. There's people that will help you say, hey, there's ways to handle it to have so you can have a better relationship with money. I'm not saying chase the bag, but I am saying achieve your goals and dreams and make sure that they are in a place where they either fulfill you financially, spiritually, mentally, emotionally or sexually fine i'll say sexually i mean i guess that is emotionally see it happens it's 11 o'clock we're getting real close to the koi fish hour (laughs) um (laughs) speaking of beef yeah and i don't got beef i'm a vegetarian i'm sorry that song always gets stuck in my head when i talk about beef so ina gartner and martha stewart are beefing with each other let me tell you and it's real funny because like someone said the two wasps they're not even wasps so Ina Gardner is Jewish 
Martha Stewart is Catholic and they're beefing with each other. And I'm just like, so you're talking, you're telling me you got the Congress gangster, Ina Gardner, who used to work for presidents and work on Capitol Hill in the swamp, who knows how to handle business behind the scenes and make you think twice before you say anything to her. Fighting with the OG insider trader and Snoop Dogg's best friend. Martha Stewart, who used to be a supermodel, so she does have some tricks up her sleeve to cut you before you even knew you were cut. Going, I mean, come on, can you imagine the imagery? You have Ina Gardner with her cocktail and a mallet in one hand. You have Martha Stewart with a lemon zester and a blunt in the other. Who's going to win? My money's on Martha. Yo. My money's on Martha. And you know why my money's on Martha? Because what? she did the most gangster shit. I was like, this woman really, Martha Stewart really going to fuck she took the time and she's like Cause, bitch i'm keeping every goddamn thing and then get out and be like you know hanging with snoop and i'm sitting there like look that that, that shit like martha stewart is a OG. and he be hold on and she's friends with somebody that knows how to get beat a beat a murder charge but also arnold gardner's with people who know how to change laws and hide the body <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> Listen, you know what? Celebrity death match needs to come back. <laughs> MTV. I, you oh, need to do this. Gosh. I saw a video where a woman was wearing an MTV shirt and she was getting mad at the cashier, but I'm like, I can't take I wouldn't be able to take the woman seriously that's take her seriously because she's wearing a MTV shirt. Right. And I'm like, really, ma'am? Really? <laughs> this is what we this is what we step out of the house with? That's your fits for the day? That's your- an MTV shirt? Really? Oh, I woke up. It's 1990. What's going on? Like, oh, back when they was showing music. Also, MTV <laughs> MTV was the whole reason the whole reason that uh, Mariah Carey definitely ended up on my radar as a teenager <laughs> because that honey video came out and they had that whole beach thing and they were interviewing her yeah and oh no listen that's on that's all got that's that's all got teenage me in trouble because I mean, it, it was listen I mean, <laughs> dr omar be pissed he'd be like see that's their problem speaking of okay that's two things speaking of eminem and dr umar first eminem so digit so the super bowl lineup for halftime show What's is happening? It is Eminem, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, Mary G. Blige. I was like, it is the, the um, what is it, the, uh, what did I call it? That's the West Coast of West Coast. The, the, the West. Ger- geriatric millennial halftime show. <laughs> I'm here for it. Come on. I'm going to smoke weed every day. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And I mean, no offense, because Dr. Dre is a woman abuser, beater, allegedly, supposedly, actually is facts, because Michelet and also um, D. Barnes said it. Um. I'm still going to be rocking out to the chronic and throwing up my West Side Gangster. And then we got Kendrick Lamar coming out like, nobody pray for me. I'm like, come oh, on. Well, well, you know, the rumor is that he's actually got a new single on the way. I think it's by Dre. I'm 90% sure it's by Dre. So side note, uh, GTA released a DLC uh-huh. where you actually are doing missions because you're trying to get back music. From uh, for Dre that was stolen. It was his music what? that was stolen. So the way the DLC plays uh-huh. is that he had his phone. His phone got jacked, <gasps> and now all hold his hold on. Someone tried to jack Dr. Dre. Somebody got Dre's hold of his phone, and uh, like released was it his it. ex-wife? No, no. It's, that would have been even funnier. No, it, no, no. They, they they listen. Rock rock star is not trying to mess up that money. So here's the thing. That's why it would be Dre, more funny. Dre, well. 
I'm sorry. sorry. Without ahead. without without uh without potentially rougher feathers. That's why, like I said, we we going to we going to move on with this. But okay, yeah, okay, okay. so the i the the story is Dre has music. Yes, gets stolen. Yes. and now it's music that he does not want released because he doesn't release music until it's ready. That's how it goes. All right. So, uh, you help Franklin character out of gta 5 one of the main characters mm-hmm. you help franklin run the agency because that's part of your business and now you got a client that's dr dre oh. you are going around figuring out who got their hands on that music who's playing it and you're putting a stop to it and getting dre's music back including the phone that it, all of it was on you get to also hear this the music as you're playing the um these missions and I think they even put some on the radio stations. There's a couple joints that I was listening to while I was playing the game. Uh-huh. Let me tell you, if you don't like Rick Ross, he's got a heater with Dre. It's a listen. It's some of these tracks, and also Anderson Pack is in it. Yeah, sorry, like sorry, sorry. And Anderson Pack actually raps. Yes, so he does. Yeah, he raps. So. He actually, they they got a part in the game where him and Dre rap. So if you were, if you play GTA, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. If you play GTA online, now this is only online. So, um, definitely something to to uh, check out. I think it's really cool. But um, back to Kendrick. Yes. Uh, definitely looking forward to new music from Kendrick. Yes. Looking forward to new music just from Top Dog in general, especially Sizzle. Y'all know yeah. how I feel. Uh, in <laughs> fact, I think I think there's a track I'm gonna play today. It's like one of my favorites on the outro. But um, so we're talking about we're talking about uh, you know beef and everything, right? And the scene, the time, because yeah, koi fish moment. But uh, are you ready for this? Yes. So we talked about a certain rapper on the show because he would have problems with Lil Nas X, right? Oh, are you talking about and the he, president of the Gremlin Coalition? And, and he had then he had then later decided there was a post where he decided he was going to cool down on it, right? All right. Okay, so he 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 stopped all that. Well, hold on, because I, I I definitely I definitely want to find this for you. Uh, let's just say karma reared its head, and when I say it, it reared its head, it definitely reared its head so six days ago (sighs) hip-hop dx posted this what the fuck yes boosie badass experienced his first shroom high yo is he uh-huh 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 oh yeah and he was at the wheel but this was all happening while he's driving while he was driving, he's basically uh, grinding the wheel. I need y'all to go to hip hip hop DX. Boosie experienced his first shroom high, and it has. This is your listen. Uh, listen, listen. Nah. now I understand why he wants to go back to prison so bad. He Ooh. got some stroking to get in. I stroking, <laughs> stroking to well, the left. So, so here's stroking to the right. I'm so sorry. I'm so here, now you're. I, I mean, I still want to sit on that deck. That does not look like a deck I want to sit on. Look, I'm so, sorry, somebody sitting on it. Not me. Maybe Little Nas X is sitting on it. I don't know. Go ahead, uh, guys. Listening. Lord. No, no, but listen, the comments. The comments. Little Nas X was. Little Nas X right now. Yeah, it's a B. Like, listen. 
maybe everyone in that car was on something how else can you explain them being okay with him with him driving them in that condition his hands wasn't uh, even on the wheel yo now <laughs> listen now you already know if you seen the boondocks you remember riley right <laughs> so i was waiting for somebody to go ahead and post the gift with riley said you got you know like he just and you know listen and, and, and shout out listen y'all know if y'all ever seen the boondocks you know riley don't know any better right? he don't know okay, any better so, yeah listen. from the show and none but, of us said the words right. none of us no nah, and listen well no we just just you just said the, the, yeah, well, just i just there's you know, nothing wrong with it. no yeah. no just mocking riley but see, what is this but see this is the thing you're gonna see this next morning this, like uh, <laughs> <laughs> right now see what gets me about this is because the same energy he was forever getting, Twitter went off. Ooh, they got the event a lot. Oh, oh my God, yes. Little Nas X is coming. Like, you ready? Yeah. You ready? Listen, like, <gasps> listen, he, he was. He's spitting something Listen, all people, right. People was getting getting in, and when I say getting in, they had a field day, a field day. Now I don't know. Now this is this is one. Shrooms don't make you horny or act crazy like this. This looks like Molly or ecstasy. What did she know? That actually, what she just said was slightly false, but okay like but people some people are literally like yo you know like one thing about shrooms they'll take you to a realm where you can only be your true self facts that now right? that is true that is true and i never did shrooms but i know people who have he looked like he looked like a cat in heat he people did. went off all that rah rah about x and you grinding on a stand real shrooms don't make you do this Listen, people, people, this one, just let it out. Like, he's over there. He was having some flashbacks uh, back when, when he was in And school. then the original Zest, somebody just posted this. I, oh gosh, big zesty as it gets. Like, he got two <laughs> bars of this soap in his back pocket, zest. Uh, bro uh, got ants in his bussy or something. Like, ooh! people went in. No, he got them crystals. The car was being sexually harassed. <laughs> I didn't need to see that. Like people oh went, gosh. people went in, so and then somebody put. I mean, the car did uh, write him a love note. Like, oh gosh, <laughs> oh Lord has mercy. Um, Why he got a newspaper clip and just chilling in his window? People would just go at all the men. And, oh Lord, that was fine. I ain't even going to repeat that one. Um, I will. Oh no, hold up, like. Um, the men in jail was tearing that ass up. Oh, I'm not yeah, going to say yeah, that. That's yeah. just rude. Well, that was yeah. That, yeah well, I'm I, sorry. Listen, I just ended up saying it because I read the damn tweet. Yeah. Uh, but look, people were going off, and and then somebody's like, "And you said what about Lil Nas X?" Oh, yeah. I mean, at least Lord. Lil Nas X was on beat. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what? He looks like he does it to the two. Uh, Let me tell you, little Boosie also proves to me that he might do it to the twos and threes. That means you ain't never gonna have an orgasm. He gonna be like off beat all the time, and you gonna be like, babe, babe, slow, slow, speed, speed. Uh, okay, okay, you, this is a wild ride. Speaking of which, so allegedly, apparently, so, supposedly, the rapist and the serial cheater is leaving the NFL. I heard about that. I'm not saying their names. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. but I heard I heard yeah. about that. Yep. And Tasha K lost um the civil the lawsuit against Cardi B, 
And then yep. came out with that weird apology. Yeah. And I just was like, you can't go around have saying my that. Check. Bitch better have my money. Where the Shh. I mean I just wanna say that, that what what just happened there, like here's what's crazy. When she did say one thing that was true. She was like, Celebrity bloggers do get sued all the time. But celebrity bloggers with common sense also settles out of court uh, <laughs> and they don't lie and they don't admit to lying on trial um but i'm you know allegedly supposedly you know that's their thing and i'm i'll say this i this will change how entertainment blogs how podcasts how youtubers how everyone will act will report stuff moving forward because here's the thing 50 sues everyone. 50 cents sues a lot of people. Cardi B now is suing people. That means that they will come after all these small platforms with no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Mm. And you know, people need to be like fact checked and be more careful. That's it. And Boosie, mm-mm-mm, the Gremlin Coalition. I wonder what his vice president thinks about that video. If you ever want to know who's on the Gremlin Coalition, you need to email us at get G E E T at the at symbol three T H R E E A B P dot com and I will tell you who is on the Gremlin Coalition under a pseudonym. So I will put it this way. When that website uh comes up Y'all are going to have an easier time going and contacting us with your craziness or with your, you know, with your replies. You can yeah. also hit us up on Twitter. Yeah. You know, we're, we're there. We'll, we'll get back to Instagram one day. Oh, yeah. It, it happened. I'm trying to do a, a lot. Hey. Right now, <sighs> the, the busy. But I actually look forward to getting back to um, some of my passion projects and also... Uh, working on stuff for the the podcast we got like a lot of great work to do and when i tell y'all to line up a guest that we are looking at trying to put together uh guess i'm trying to get and chris if you got any guests you like to get same thing for big rob a lot of great people we're trying to you know get to the show right uh gosh projects 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 i am excited for them and at the same time it's like oh when i get to them because time but um (laughs) Yeah, two two thousand twenty two. It's gonna be a great year. It's gonna be a great year, but ooh, did it? It start? <laughs> did it start off? Oh, it started real with, wild with a with yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I almost want to find out what Boosie's reaction was on that whole shrooms thing because now I'm like, yo, you, 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 oof, karma. Karma. You want to know what his reaction was? Man, y'all just some haters. Y'all just some haters. Uh, yeah, I'm oh, pussy badass. Oh, okay. yeah, oh yeah, you know he he gonna he gonna write that off. I mean, most you know most do, but I just found it entertaining because <gasps> all the things that he was saying and it's like this post, and now people are giving him that same energy back. Oh. And it, it was just it was just hilarious. I have to download that video now and put it to music. Oh Lord. Oh gosh. I have to go get that video. When I get home, I am getting that video. And you know how much music I'm putting it to. Oh, oh I'm gonna put it to every I'm gonna put it to oh, everything Lord. I can you, think of. You're gonna put some SWV, I guess so we 
did so. We- oh, that what's another stripper song? Oh, uh, um, genuine pony. Oh, uh, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I'm not. I will not disrespect Janet, but I will disrespect Madonna. No offense. Full offense taken. I'll find some good Madonna music to put it to. No, not Madonna. Who else? Loving you oh, is easy because I'm high on shrooms. La da 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 da. Okay, on, on, on that note, before before we we end up talking about shark dick or something like that, uh, <laughs> it'd be like what? Oh gosh! Oh gosh! Uh, but definitely, um, Big Rob will be back on the next show. Yeah. Um, just to let y'all know, it was just a lot to a lot to do, and I think January, I think we might have to start making uh, like. Are uh, like a vacation period where it's just like listen. So most of January, uh, expect very few episodes as you know we get adjusted to the new year. Yeah, and I think that might have to start being a thing because I noticed that last year uh, we really it took a, real, a while for us to really get into the groove again and start you know recording episodes. Um. So thank y'all for definitely, you know, rocking with us and, you know, supporting us. Oh, she appreciate you. I would say January and June. Those are the two months we seem to like need to take breaks or January uh, and August. Jan- January, January, because queuing back up. Um, oh, I didn't mean to type that. Later this year, June, I'm still trying to think of, you know, how we're going to navigate that. To be oh, honest, shoot. don't play, don't play, don't play. Yeah. So yeah, I'm still trying to figure out how we're going to navigate June, and um, it, it's just it's a lot. But you're going to get you know tons of content in between, you know, in between uh, that time. And um, if anything, because I keep saying that, if anything, you know, we'll keep you posted like we do all day, all the time. I do want to stress too. If this is your first time listening, yeah, we we talk for a minute. You know, we give you. Uh, long episodes because we record every other week or as you see we might record in a few weeks we are very consistent this is a show that is growing that we're currently working on to really make it something great so we can stomp out all the musty ass podcasts that are out there we declare war oh, <laughs> you that, know? So if it, uh, how- also shout out to Gastor and uh, Shalewa uh, for basically keeping me in like laughter with that podcast, I yes. love them. Ron Funches. One of these days, you're going to be a guest on the show because he, I love him. He is his podcast is really awesome. Aww. So he's definitely when I need a, I, I just need to hear somebody just like talk with some affirmations, or I just need them to talk about whatever when I talk about because I just enjoy listening. Right. He's definitely one of them. There's also a podcast I've been listening to a lot lately, which I really want to shout out. Mm-hmm. And it's called Knowledge Fight. Ooh. Now, Knowledge Fight basically debunks Alex Jones. Yes. <gasps> the entire show is all about them debunking every fucking crazy thing that he says on his show. And one of the more recent episodes is when they have Alex in a deposition because they're talking to him 
about the comments he made about Sandy Hook. Oh. So I actually just want to plug their show real quick. It is like a three hour episode. And let me tell you, watching this man, well, listening to this man stew as they are asking him questions or prosecutors asking him questions like, hey, where's this data at? Right. Did you know that your comments were doing this, that, and the third? And he has barely any defense and his lawyer can barely say anything. Uh-oh. This shit is fucking amazing. Now, mind you, I was not ready for that episode because I was like, hold on, they're rocking for a full three hours? Oh, this is some good shit. And I found out why they were rocking for those three hours. So, definitely a couple shows, but you know, yeah. Gasto was, you know, Gasto, I really appreciate. I yeah. appreciate uh, everybody that's in the podcast space and doing stuff. Yeah. Um, Speaking of podcasts, and then we have to end this. Joe Rogan. Okay, hold on. This is so funny. Neil, is it Neil Young? Neil Young. Hold on. Make, let me make sure it's Neil Young. Mm-hmm. Let me look it up because I don't want to mess this up. Yes, Neil Young pulled all of his um, songs off of Spotify because of. Joe Rogan. What? Because he said Joe Rogan. Oh, can I pull up the article? Please. Okay. Okay. Spotify is removing Neil Young songs after he complains of misinformation from Joe Rogan. And so someone did Joe Rogan's birth chart. Homeboy is meant to be always wrong. And he uses his, um, his voice, his platform, and everything about him to get his way. But he's literally a ball of misinformation and the only way to get him to shut up is to fuck with his money and it hurts his platform so neil young the singer decided to leave the streaming service because it it gives a platform to joe rogan whom scientists have accused of promoting falsehoods about the coronavirus vaccines which is true mm-hmm. and i didn't mean to do that i'm so sorry yeah. and he wasn't bluffing and he left and he said spotify on wednesday that it had begun removing the singers and songwriters music so anything that he's written is also getting removed so a lot of y'all about to lose a lot of music because he's written a lot he is one of those songwriters that writes music that people don't know about and sometimes he puts it under pseudonyms like taylor swift used to do and so if you randomly have a song and you're like i can't find it no more homie i think people forget songwriters have more rights than the singer and the songwriter can have shit removed because they get paid perpetually no matter what anyway so spotify said on wednesday it had begun removing the singer songwriter's music from the streaming services two days after he briefly posted a public letter calling on spotify to choose between him and joe rogan the star podcast host who has been accused of spreading misinformation about the coronavirus and vaccines young's challenge to spotify has become high profile if unexpected flashpoint in the battle over misinformation and free speech online and i need people to understand this because obviously because Tasha K allegedly in a video that is online said the same thing that she said her her free speech was violated. Hear me and hear me well, you idiots. Free speech is the government cannot stop you from saying what you want on your health. That's why we can have podcasts. The government cannot stop you from saying what you want. The government cannot punish you for saying what you want. The government cannot hurt cannot take your right to say it. Freedom of speech does not mean freedom of consequences. Because guess what, John Adams? It was a John Adams or John Quincy Adams. I don't want to give y'all this information, but look it up. He actually helped introduce libel and sedation laws when people would just randomly say horrible ass stuff about him and his family and his work and what was going on in his life, which is why we have libel laws today. And and sedation, something different, not sedation, slander. I did not mean to say sedation. Please don't come at me and say she said sedation. I know sedation means treason. With that being said, yes, 
Neil Young had the right to say, hey, Spotify, he's producing misinformation. Fix this shit. And Spotify had a right as a corporation to say, no, we like him. He's one of our highest podcasters. He brings people in. Neil Young then had the right as the person who um, produces the music and the songs to say, no, well, I'm ending my contract with you. Take my shit off your off your streaming services. That is freedom of speech. That's how it goes. When you go, but if you want to use your freedom of speech to slander, lie, to hurt, to defame somebody, that's no longer freedom of speech, and you do get sued, and you should go to jail because that's damaging and dishonest. No matter how much I might rag on somebody, I ain't say nothing anyway. With that being said, um, yeah, please learn the difference because a lot of y'all also want to use the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms in the time of war for militias. It does not mean you have the right to bear arms all the damn time. The way that it is written is literally in times of war and if the United States government government cannot protect you. Go read it. Some of y'all want to be like, I plead the fifth. Yo, technically, you are not pleading the fifth correctly. You're not. Mm-hmm. You're not. And also, here's another amendment. Like the Fourth Amendment, we really need to repeal that one because that allows states and the government to come into your house and seize it to watch another person's house for illegal behaviors. Which puts you out of a place. Why do we have that? That's illegal. Stop that shit. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Go read the 14th Amendment and the 13th Amendment and the 15th Amendment. Oh, all all these amendments. And not just the first part. Read the clauses and the actual parts of the amendment. And then you understand why you're like, why the fuck are these amendments? No, that, that, that's what I was going to say. People read exactly what they want to read and then they out. Right. They, they bounce. It's like you need to read everything in its entirety. When yes. you start going off of this, listen. Great example. When you start going off of just headlines and you say, oh, hey, it said this. All right, cool. I got the information I need. No, you don't. You don't have all of it. Nope. You just got a very brief summary and you did not go to look at the intricacies of that article. So when you have an amendment and you say, oh, I got the right to bear arms, I got the right to free speech. You need to look at the fine print. If you would look at the fine print when you are signing a contract or you are taking out a loan, actually, a lot of you don't even do that. You, If you just think about how there are always ramifications for doing certain things or saying certain things, if you pay attention, you might realize you don't have the power you think you have or you're using it wrong, as Chris said. Do yourself a favor, do the knowledge, and act accordingly. Mm-hmm. Gosh, you know, I um, with each passing year, I, I get more worried about society because it's at a point where, you know, we just, you know, it's just like, hey, maintaining hope. I got to say that the reason I have any slither of hope or maintain any kind of hope is because I have wonderful friends like yourself oh. that let me know that there's still folks out here that use common sense and and, and think. And, I mean, actually think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, you know, he, he, you know normally he's, he's here. But, yes, my, my wonderful co-host, Big Rob, and, of course, you know Chris and just so many other people I know and you know and for our listeners who you know rock with us all the time we appreciate you because let's just be honest anytime that South Park or just Grand Theft Auto and just the craziness I see Mm. starts to closely reflect and mirror Society? society something is wrong 
And uh, normally we would have a pop thought because, you know, that'd be Big Rob. But he'll be yeah. back next week with, uh, you know, well, next time we do an episode, he'll be back with a pop thought. So I'm going to leave you with this. Stop doing stupid shit. Yes. Pay attention to articles and contracts before you sign them. Yes. Do better for yourself. Figure out what you're going to uh, do to put yourself in a better position to make money. Yes. All right. Chase your dreams. Yes. Don't be musty. Yeah. Don't be musty. And uh, stop putting your hot takes on the internet before you get fired. That. And also, uh, don't, don't watch that boosie video. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, maybe don't say you're experiencing hardship when you make $250,000 a year. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, and support this podcast if you're yes. definitely making two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. Yes. Yeah. Also, if someone sits up here and says, "Well, y'all always talking about student loans, and y'all must never," we did read the contract, and then they sold our contracts to illegal practice, illegal into other businesses that did illegal practices that harmed us financially, aka our credit score, instead of working with us, which now puts us in the predicament that we're in. So yeah, cancel student loan debt. I mean, it's because at this point. Illegal stuff was happening to the U.S. citizen, to certain U.S. citizens, based on a company's thought that they were to make money. And yeah, cancel it. Cancel that shit. Just cancel it. Sally Mae and Navient, you can kick rocks. <laughs> kick all the rocks. I'm about to invest in Navient so I can get some of my money back. <laughs> I know how to work the system. And on that note, we are out. This has been another episode of Three angry black people 3ABP you know how we rock Big Rob will be back in the studio with us make sure you go ahead like and subscribe all that good stuff okay I'm saying that like we're on YouTube hey that's coming eventually but listen if you're on Apple go ahead and give us a 5 star rating if you're on Spotify go ahead give us a follow and give us a 5 star rating we appreciate it or 4 stars and if you just don't like it yeah, yeah, no, we want five. Don't cheat us. Give us five. Yeah, okay. We'll take, listen, five. Five all day. Just do five. Just five. Do five. We appreciate you. Listen, it helps the algorithm. Help the algorithm. You help us. When we level up, you level up. You yes. know how this goes. Yes. And on the top of that, if you need additional content that we actually don't share or post, you can subscribe to our Patreon for only $2. Hit that magic link. You can find it on uh, Twitter. That's 3ABP. That's the official account. You know how we do. Be sure to follow us. Look, and also for those who already follow us, you gave us the ratings and everything. We love you. Make sure you share it with your friends. Yeah. You know, also for those who are new, we do, we do long episodes. But listen, if the long episodes ain't your game, just remember, you can always hit that pause button and come back. Yeah, All right. Yeah. And on that note, we are out. This is Lorenzo. This is, uh, what, what's my name? Chris. Oh, yeah. My name's Chris. Joni Mitchell might leave too. Got what? Yeah, Johnny Mitchell says she'll follow Neil Young. Ooh, it's heating up. It's heating up. Have a wonderful weekend. Go watch the Boosie video. <laughs> Go to Hip Hop Deox and you'll find it. Little Boosie and Shrooms. You can't miss it. Well, I can't think of a song about grinding. Grinding you. Okay, I'm done. Yeah, I'm garbage going for my own. Listen, we're back. It's the third time, man.